Hey there, good looking. I don't know if you realize that at this very moment, you are listening to my pilot podcast, Indiscreet. Let me introduce myself. My name is Christina, and I've worked in sex shops, adult boutiques, if you want to be fancy, for the better part of 10 years, and we're about to talk about it. Because they're podcasts about everything else. So why not this? It seems that even on the cusp of the year 2023, the sex shop is still an oddity to most people. What secrets lay behind the velvet curtains and the frost-tinted glass keeping the public in suspense and wonder? Who are these eccentric characters who choose to work at such shameful places? Well, today, we're going to find out. I sat down with Shauna and Mel in 2021, two longtime friends and former co-workers of Discreet Boutique, a former adult store in Winnipeg, Manitoba, to discuss who, what, where, and most importantly, why. This podcast is for pure entertainment, and just like these scandalous stores, don't take it too seriously. In the end, we're just some jaded ex-employees talking about shared experiences that happen to change the way we view humanity for the better, but mostly for the worse. Keep in mind that this is a pilot episode. It did run longer than expected, but my hope is that it keeps you titillated and tickled the whole way through. So I hope I'm doing this right. Recording. I think I'm recording. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. So this is just... um... (laughs) Oh, thank you. Where's where's my condiments? Oh, okay. Ketchup mustard? Yeah. Wait. Thank you. (laughs) That's right, man slave. (laughs) Now go back to the dungeon. (laughs) <laughs> like it looks like a pretty naked burger to me. What was I saying? Uh, you were hoping that you were recording it. I think. Oh yeah. So I guess it says recording. I don't know if I have to do anything separately or blah blah blah. So sorry. I'm just going to be munching. I hope you guys don't mind. <laughs> no problem. So I didn't prepare any questions or anything, and then I'm just like, well, I don't, I don't know what to ask. I'm not an interviewer, so we'll see how this goes. Um, so one thing I think I never actually asked either of you in the whole time, like, what did, I met you guys, I think it was 21, right? Well, you wouldn't know, sorry. So <laughs> I was 21, I think, when I started Discreet. So that was a, quite a long time ago. Um, I've never actually asked how you came to work at Discreet. I thought that was a good good question. That is a good question. It requires memory. Um, I I just remember seeing the ad, I think, and thinking it would be funny to work there, really. Like I, I was like, that would be so weird. And I'm naturally a perv, so I thought it seemed like a decent uh I don't know, not a huge leap. And I had worked retail before, so that was kind of easy. Um, yeah, I suppose I just thought it would be a less boring retail job, if that makes sense. What were you doing, like, just before? 
That is a good question. Well, I, I was very close to, I think I was close to being done university. So I was still in university. I think at that point I was working at the candy store in Portage Place. So I went from candy to sex, if that makes sense. Very yeah. Marcy's playground of you. I, I know. I make that joke all the time. I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy that you just said that. That's so funny. Yeah. But they do sell candy at the that's sex stores. So true. technically, yes. you know. But that's sort of, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just thought it'd be a funny a funny place to work for something. <laughs> yeah. More interesting than most of the other jobs I had, for sure. How about you, Shannon? Um, so I always joked that, um, a sex store was the only place I was willing to work. Um, because despite the fact that I also was 21 when I started there, I had never had a job in my life. (laughs) Um, and that was your first job. That was my first job. So crap, you know, a lot of icebreaker questions at my now professional jobs where they ask you what your first job is thinking the answer is super normal can get very awkward. Um, but so my best friend had seen... Did you go from discreet to the lab? A couple steps in between there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was finishing up university at the time when my best friend saw the ad for discreet and told me about it. And uh, I was like, well, that's the first place I'm ever going to apply for a job. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I did not drop a resume at any other place in the city. Just as great boutique. Unfortunately, I convinced them to hire me with no experience of any kind. <laughs> I was uh, like, oh, did I have experience? Yeah. 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 I just worked a bunch of odd jobs before that. And I think like, I wouldn't necessarily say I was a perv, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I grew up like... Uh, watching like the Sunday night sex show. Yeah. And uh, for some, for some odd reason, absent mother, you know, no one's in the house, might as well watch it. And then there was this program, this radio program called uh, Rona at Night. I don't know if either of you ever listened to that. I'm not, I don't, I don't know if it was Canadian. It might've been American. I couldn't even tell you what station it was on. I think it was just like, I think at nine o'clock, on maybe like a Friday or something. It was just on the radio on some random station. And I must have um, just went in, like changing the stations as we used to do in the old times. Um, <laughs> and I think I just overheard some like weird sex question or something like that. Someone giving an answer and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I started listening to it. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And I kind of just got obsessed with kind of sex and relationships and toys then. And then um, I didn't even think about sex shops. I don't even think I, I've i been in a sex shop. No, that's a lie. Oh, I got my burger. Sorry. When I was 18, my brother, Jason, his girlfriend at the time, took me to Discreet actually and got me the eager beaver yeah. for my birthday. So, uh yeah. I don't I don't think that I had ever been in one before. Yeah. It was it's weird. <laughs> it's 
And then when I saw that they were, so like, of course I always wanted to be like a sex therapist. That was like my main goal before I thought I'm like, oh wait, I'm really shit at school. <laughs> and I'm like, it takes how long to become a sex therapist? I don't know if that's for me, but um, yeah, then I saw the ad and I'm like, this is fucking perfect. And I'm, I'm, yeah, it was just amazing. So you guys have had been working there for a while before I started. I was there from 2006 to 2008, I think. How old was I in 2006? That's a good question. Again, shit at math. So I need to use my calculator. Weren't you born in 86? Yeah. So so how long was that? That makes 20. (laughs) Listen, we're not here to judge on math skills. (laughs) This is not a math podcast. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, 21. Okay, I must have been 21. Six. What did your family and friends think about you guys working there? Did they know you were going into it or did they just find out you guys started working there? Who, do you want to go first, Sean? My mom sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. I don't even really remember. I think my dad was just like, I'm not saying anything. Nope, not touching that. And um, my friends were all basically like, I'm really glad that you found your calling in life. And that could not possibly make more sense that you work there. That's amazing. Your poor mother. (laughs) I know I reflect back on that. And man, like as a 21 year old, I was just really irritated. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're irritated that she was upset about it? Yeah. Obviously, she had no idea who you were. (laughs) The kind of person you were. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. How about you, Mel? Uh, Well, um, (laughs) it was one of the reasons that I broke up with my previous boyfriend. He... uh, he told me, no, I wasn't uh, going to be working there. And I was like, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and uh, it probably pushed me to do it even more than I, you know what I mean? Like I probably realistically wanted to do it more than I would have if I didn't have somebody like telling me not to do it. Um, I think my mom found it amusing, but my mom is also like, my mom is my mom tells me things that I don't want to know, you know, it's one of those situations. Yeah. Like I don't, my mom is too open about stuff. So that was good. I'd say like, I don't really have that many friends other than you guys, but uh, I think like in friend groups, it probably, it probably sometimes put more attention on me to some extent because people always wanted to hear stories or like, talk about you know working there uh so I think it was more of like a point of interest for a lot of people who I don't know I guess wanted to know the ins and outs of that kind of stuff so overall it was positive but yeah I would say it was probably one of the reasons that I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend at the time oh fuck you yeah (laughs) yeah 
true. How long were you together before you broke up? Um, oh, that's a good question. Okay, so I think I think from about 19 to when I started there, I would have been like 22, like I would say about three years, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, everything was pretty positive from people, I would say. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's also, I don't know, she like, she wouldn't tell me personally like inappropriate <laughs> stuff, but she's, but she'll say inappropriate things constantly. So, <laughs> like, yeah. So I think when I told her, she was like, okay. Like, <laughs> she really cared. <laughs> As long as you were having like some sort of employment, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're getting your bills paid, I really don't care what you do. Um, so she's like, uh, I don't, I don't care. And then she met Rupert. I don't think she she had um, met him beforehand, but when she had met him in there, I guess because he was he was from Trinidad, right? I, I think. I don't know if either of you knew. That sounds right. Yeah, I think he was Trinidadian, yeah. so like West Indian, West Indian. So they had a fucking hoot when uh, they first met each other. So she was all good with that. And then friends, it was just like, I mean, no one cares. My friends were idiots at that time. So <laughs> and it was mostly guys and they were just like, okay, discounts. I'm like, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Everyone just asked if I can get them a discount on something. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, the stories. They're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, it's just, it's not as, like, I guess, racy as people yeah. Yeah. assume it's going to be. That's, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of this whole thing was kind of like, you know, you have this perception of what it's going to be like, or you, you see it on a TV show. And then when you go in, well, I don't know how it is in other provinces, but I've been to ones in BC. Um, Surprisingly, I didn't go in Montreal, but the ones in BC were just, they're just as nice. Actually, they're they are actually quite beautifully laid out and stuff like that. Everything's like pristine and clean and there's older people working there. And it's not uh, these kind of shady places that you see on television. Although there was one in California I went to, which was very sketchy. <laughs> I did not like it. They had um, concrete floors, which is a big no-no for me. <laughs> for some reason just sex and concrete floors just or uneven concrete <laughs> floors just like makes me think you have someone like in the basement I don't know yeah very dingy cool. lighting yeah it was very strange <laughs> um did you ever like I went to sex world I don't think it's called that anymore but mm, in, in Minneapolis yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I went there <laughs> So funny. And I think they had like a peep show mm-hmm. room, but yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they, they didn't have sex. I don't think they had sex in there. I think you oh. could just watch someone stripping. Yeah. I've never seen it because there weren't. Um, oh, really? No, I didn't see the show. Did you yeah. see it? Yeah. Just like very briefly we, when we were walking through and stuff. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, look at that. <laughs> what yeah. was it? What, what happened? Yeah. They just kind of like, I mean, obviously you have to like pay for the full deal, but they like try to like, whatever, you know, entice you with like various movements and dancing and whatnot. yeah 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 uh, no it was awesome I was like I mostly because 
like as much as I am a perv, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of that stuff. Like I had never been, like I hadn't really been to like strip clubs and stuff. And like, I don't know. I just thought it was amazing that, uh, that they had that in there. And I wish discreet had had something like that too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we'll have the same caliber because I've been to some Winnipeg strip clubs and, um, yeah. Pretty pretty bottom of the barrel strippers. Very true. <laughs> so, Very true. Although I went to Minneapolis with a girlfriend over the weekend and uh I think we were downtown somewhere and uh we're we were staying at this super swanky hotel and it was right across the street from a strip club, oddly enough. And we went in there and that was a show. <laughs> like they were doing acrobatics and they're doing all these tricks on the pole. I'm like, this is what I'd pay to see. Like, this is pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the athletics that goes into that stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> but here it's like, I went to a couple strip shows and they just kind of walk back and forth. And it's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like sedated. It was just, uh, yeah. So I don't know how great a peep show. Yeah. would be uh, here at Discreet, especially where Discreet was located. Yeah. Yeah. Ellis and Donald. I don't know. <laughs> but I do remember Sex World. Um, I guess the one thing I do remember is one's the peep show and two, they had uh, like a mechanical penis you can ride. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never wrote it though. But uh, I did climb on it, but I did not climb X. So, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Although I think um, I'm spe- speaking of peep shows, uh, Dominion News was, uh, I think, kind of famous for their, it's not really a peep show, but they had those booths, that sure. singular <laughs> booths. Yeah, that you can yeah. watch porn in yeah. and stuff. And I just, I don't, when I bring that up to people, they have no idea that that's there. And I don't even know how I knew it was there. Maybe someone told me, um, but I remember just going in the back just to see, kind of peek in. And it's like, I mean, these are like the size of phone booths. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what kind of people are going to be sitting in there. But then they had like these really small, like, minuscule televisions like almost like a desktop television and it's and all I kept thinking was like who's cleaning these things I know (laughs) I know yeah and whoever is I hope they're getting paid handsomely (laughs) for it (laughs) (laughs) have you guys read uh candy girl by Diablo Cody no. Um, no, it's a memoir about um, a few years where she was a stripper in Minneapolis, and one of the jobs she had was to be in the peep show booths. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the whole thing is hilarious and full of anecdotes. But I was just reminded of this because uh, one of the stories she tells is about a guy they called Cumlicker because oh, he would just come into the booth and no. watch the show and like lick up the remnants of previous customers. Are you serious? I think I'm remembering this right. I haven't read this in a while, but that image kind of sticks with you. So that, yeah, horrifying. How's your dinner? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> a bit salty. Ew, but, uh, no. <laughs> no. Salty and meaty. I want to read that now. Yeah, I was going to say you were asking me for book recommendations last yeah. time we talked. So definitely uh, yeah. Candy Girl by Diablo Cody. Check Diablo Cody. What a name. Yeah. Well, she's the one that did like Juno and what was the other one? Young Adult or something? Oh, yeah. really? That's Oh, yeah. I had no idea that was a person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think she published that memoir before she wrote screenplays in Hollywood, but okay. yeah, yeah, I think. Anyway, that's really, really gross. Well, <laughs> luckily we didn't like. I mean, with all the stories I'm thinking of with discreet and loveness, I I don't think I've had that kind of disturbing. Yeah like thing happen at least I don't think so maybe I blocked it out of my memory <laughs> but I do remember um I think when I first started at Love Nest maybe it was like within six months I can't remember but I didn't really have to train that much because I had the discreet background and whatever whatever it's pretty intense training it's like six months oh, wow. <laughs> like training and um I do remember one of the girls telling me that um, she had to talk to some police because apparently, uh, I don't know when this happened, but there was someone who, I guess, kidnapped a girl. I don't know if he killed her or not. I'm, I'm not too sure what happened. But he kidnapped her, tied her up and stuff, but he used products from Love Nest like ropes and stuff like that, that he bought, like, I guess like S&M ties, like bondage stuff that he bought from Loveness. So when they got that, she had to go and um, give like a statement and stuff like that about like this guy oh buying God. all this product from there. So, that's crazy. Yeah. So I guess that's like the only kind of scary um, thing, but Yeah. yeah. Weren't you robbed? Oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> was that <laughs> I mean, I wasn't robbed. The store was robbed. Yeah. While you were working? Did I, did I never tell you this? I don't know if I know this story. Yeah, it was when we were on um, St. Anne's. And I was working with a friend of mine. And it was, I think it was just like a Saturday or Sunday. It was a super slow day. And it was... Uh, I don't know if you you've got have you guys been to that store when it was on St. Anne's? I think maybe once. It was it's yeah. across from the superstore. But it was it's extremely small. It was a very small store. Um, and then I was in the back, and the back is like one tiny, like a maybe 10 foot long hallway sort of thing with like um products on the other side. So I was in the back uh getting something, I can't remember, or eating maybe. And I was walking out and when you look out, um, when you first turn to get out of the hallway, you, there was this partial wall sort of dividing half of the store by the till. So you couldn't really see who was at the till, right? I just knew that there was a person there. I couldn't really see him. So I got, I stepped, I think maybe five feet towards it. And then um, all I heard was the guy saying, um, 
what did he say? He said like, give me all the money or something, right? He didn't yell or anything. He was like super calm. <laughs> and I'm just, and then like, I'm like, holy shit, we're getting robbed, right? And so what do I do? Like the first instinct, fight or flight was clearly flight. <laughs> like, I turned around. I don't know if he saw me or what. It was carpeted. So I'm like, so, you know, you can't really hear much. So I turned around, ran back into the fucking stock room. And I was just like, my heart was pounding. I stopped. I'm like, oh my God, what can I do? Like, what should I do? And like the exit door was uh, basically right at the right when you go into the the stop room, like it was right there. So it was open. So you can see it from the floor. So I'm like, I couldn't, I'm like, I didn't want to run out the door. So I'm like, what if like something happens to her or something like that? Cause I was like, oh, maybe I should book it out and then go run for help or something. Right. And I didn't want to use the phone because I thought like, you know, who knows? And there was like a panic button and, you know, we're always told not to use the panic button because if the police come while the guy's still there, it could be like a hostage situation. Oh my God. Right? So um, I heard the guy leave and I went out and I'm like, talk, I'm like to my girlfriend, I'm like, are you okay? Like what the fuck just happened? Right? And he told, and she was just like, she was like, you blank face, right? Oh my God. And then she like, couldn't even like speak. So I like called the cops um, and they came within like, um, like probably within five minutes, they were there and there was like two guys. And uh, so they just asked us what happened, blah, blah. And like they, one talked to my friend at the counter and the other one talked to me in, in the back. But it was just like, so I'm just recounting what went on and stuff like that. And like we locked the doors and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there being interviewed by this guy and he's like asking me all these questions. and And then like, but he was like distracted. Like he kept looking at the products and like looking around, like at all the vibrators and dildos and kind of just like with curiosity. And I'm thinking like, um, we just got robbed, sir. Like, can you like take this seriously? And then the other guy came and I guess he was done with my friend and he came back there and he was just like looking around, kind of like giggling to himself. And he was like, oh, look at this one, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like, come on, guys. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was really interesting. And um, then like our, we phoned our boss or whatever. And she was just like, do you guys want to work the rest of the day? And we're like, what? no. Oh my God. Clearly <laughs> <Really> not. What? <laughs> like my friend was like traumatized. Oh and like God. what happened was, I guess like the guy had a knife, like a steak knife or something. Oh my God. And she said he That's was like, he was so super... Winnipeg, by the way. That's oh my God. So, so Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Like, can you not get a more, like, uh, like a machete or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like a little fucking steak knife? Like, come on, man. <laughs> and, then, and like even if he like put his hand out to jab like there's so much room back there she could have backed up and like thrown something at him but wh- he should have gotten like a super heavy dildo and just like bashed him over the head oh yeah like I uh smacked myself one time like with the the fist <laughs> yeah. and it's it fucked mm-hmm. up my jaw like that shit is heavy <laughs> 
my god! I think weighs like ten pounds, and because it's just, it's like, what? Is, what is it made of? Some kind of rubber Solid, yeah. or something? Like yeah. Solid. So it's like it's pure. Like people don't realize it is pure fucking like <laughs> rubber. It's not hollow. Yeah. <laughs> so you can definitely. I'm sure you can kill someone with that thing. Probably. Hmm. Hilarious. And I guess that's before we got any glass stuff in there, because like glass would be really good. It'd be a weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at discreet, it was just like stupid idiots that would come in and try to like steal stuff all the time, right? Like. Yeah, but they they weren't like threatening us. They were just grabbing the nearest like yeah. boosty and running. Yeah. And I was like, bye. Like, I don't care. I'm not gonna chase you. No. <laughs> I, I swear. So I did. Did Adrian run after someone? I remember someone running after someone, yeah, like possibly. someone who stole. And I'm, I'm just like, what? Who cares? <laughs> like, do you really need that bustier? Is that for you? I oh, I think like someone from Giant Tiger ran down a shoplifter. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Who had taken stuff from both Discreet and yes. Giant Tiger? I do remember and their that. security guard like tackled this guy and got him arrested and then um jeff went and bought him i think a bottle of vodka or because the liquor mart was right there too like as a thank you yeah and then later there's this like receipt in the tail that rupert alana is like i'm sorry why did someone charge a bottle of vodka to the till like is that a new thing we're doing for staff i like i like that he used discreet's money but that seems That's appropriate. Really. Like the cost of all these, the product that was actually taken, that bottle of vodka. It's a nice thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Absolutely. The funny thing, like the only time working at Discreet that I was ever afraid, um, and like granted, I think you have to have a certain type of personality to not be just freaked out by a lot of the daily things that happen there but um you know you're so used to like drunk stupid people wandering in and just laughing at stuff and generally saying inappropriate things to you but there was one time that I was at the front of the store and everybody else was like in the leather room or at the back and this guy came up to me like on his way out and it was close to closing like it was nighttime and this was just like a well-dressed very normal looking dude and he leaned over the counter and I forget exactly a word it he was like do you ever like get uncomfortable working here? And I was like, you know, you get questions like that. And you're like, no, it's fine, whatever. And he was like, you know, I was just reading an article about the girl who worked at a sex shop in Ontario who was shot last week. Like, did you read about like that? Like someone murdered a shop girl at a sex store. And it was like, it's probably just some asshole trying to make me uncomfortable, right? But I was just like, you know, it was kind of a whispering tone and I was standing yeah. at the front like, is this guy about to pull a weapon on me? Is this uh, like, it was just such a strange shitty thing to say to somebody about, yeah, you know, things that happened at their similar places of employment. Like we had that panic button too. Like that's the only time in, I, I worked there for more than two years. And like, yeah, that was the only time I was considering. We, panic button? <laughs> we did. Wasn't it on a, uh, wait, what was it? Is it under the till? It was like, yeah. Under the till at the front. Wow. Okay, I literally did not know that. um, (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) Well, apparently it didn't work, though, because, like, one girl was telling me that, I don't know what happened, but she was legitimately afraid. 
and had hit this button and absolutely nothing happened. So I don't know if like Rupert just stopped paying whatever fee. (laughs) Well, our security system didn't work. Like those, um, what what are those called? Like they go off when, uh, if you take something, like it's uh, like stores have them with the tags. You know, if you take a tag again, like the whole thing will. Oh, the thing by the doors? Yeah. Pretend. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't work. They were fake. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going to discourage people from shoplifting. Clearly, it didn't. Um, Well, they were also, I don't know if you remember, they were so far away from the door. Like, yeah. that it was beyond, like, there was no reason we have to walk through those. Like, yeah. <laughs> easiest thing in the world to walk around those. Oh, God. That place makes me laugh. Um, I just, you know, like, what you're saying, Sean, it, like, makes me think about how th- there just was this, like, I feel like there was, like, an expectation that you are, um, I don't know, like, like, it's, somehow easy to like disrespect somebody working in a place like that because I think people think that you're a certain way you know what I mean like I I got the sense that I don't know there were a couple of customers that were I felt were just kind of like rude to me and like one guy at one point said um like I think I accidentally gave somebody the wrong change or something and he made some comment about like oh, maybe you shouldn't be working in a place like this and go back to school or something like it, like that you're this like stupid, slutty, you know what I mean? Like garbage person kind of. Uh, I felt like I got that a lot sometimes from like mostly male customers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely male customers. And it's like, and uh, that's completely true. Um, like, I'm sure we can all agree with that because it's just, um, I mean, I've worked retail probably since I was 16 and I've never been treated with like, I don't want to say like disrespect. I mean, I guess it is disrespectful. It is. But I guess like, I'm not thinking like blatant disrespect, like no one yelled at me or no one like called me a slut or a whore or anything like that. But like the way I was treated at that store and even at like Loveness later on, compared to any other retail outlet, Mm -hmm. it's like it kind of gives them like uh, justification to kind of like treat you like, uh, like basically like you're a prostitute, even like like (laughs) there's anything wrong with that. But it's just like, you know, they kind of treat you like you yourself are selling sex. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like this is a fucking retail store, but yeah. Yeah. Like you would never talk to someone like that at fucking like the bay. <laughs> no. Like at a shoe store. Yeah. Like, unless you have some kind of weird fetish and you're a pervert and you're just like talking to like these people strangely. But yeah, it was I'm like, where do you get off like asking me these questions? Like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm just here to sell you a product. I like luckily I didn't I <laughs> I didn't really get like hit on very much. Like I think you guys like had problems with that more so than I did probably. But uh, maybe you thought they weren't hitting on you. I'm pretty sure you got hit on. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you got asked out on your first day. Don't you remember that? Did I? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember that because the guy came up to me after and was all like, 
sheepish. And he was like, did I freak her out? And I was like, well, she's been working here for a couple hours only. So <laughs> really giving her a really sketchy impression. Why which was job for that? I don't know. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's humorous. Um, yeah, that well, apparently I, you weren't like super upset by this. No, experience. no, I totally don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I was probably honestly so just nervous about being there the first day that I did. It probably didn't even like register. Honestly, <laughs> I was so scared when I first started. Um, I found you very intimidating. Um, actually, most of the people there, I was like very intimidated. Really? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I am pretty intimidating. <laughs> I can see well, that. You just like whatever you like. You aren't. Uh, I don't know. Like you, you know, you're, you're not just, friendly. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's not what I was say. No, you're just not like you're not like super talkative, right? So like, I I wasn't sure if like you were annoyed by me or if like or if you were annoyed that you had to like be with somebody new. You know what I mean? Like training them and stuff. So I wasn't really sure what to think, but. No. You're really bad now. No, no. I was just trying to save you from being hit on by this random dude. <laughs> Do not feel bad. I was just like, just so nervous that I was going to fuck something up. That's that's just me generally, I think. Uh, I was like that on my first day too. And I, I still remember, I know I fucked up uh, one transaction. And my first till transaction that I was by myself I was supposed to give this girl 10% off. And I don't remember exactly how I fucked it up, but I, but I, she, it was one of those situations where she was gone. And I was like, oh, I didn't give her her discount. And then I was just like, you know, replaying that in my head for like three weeks. Cause I was so upset that this poor girl didn't get like $5 off her, whatever she was buying. It was my fault. Aww. I felt so bad. I haven't given many people their well-deserved discount, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I just forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that was your first day that the guy hit on Mel? I'm pretty sure it was her first day because I remember telling the guy and he was mortified. <laughs> but did you did you hear him ask her out? Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think it was super inappropriate. I don't yeah. think he was even that weird because, like, he was appropriately sheepish about it after. Why um, do I not remember this? I know, I met, but... Like, I'm sure that I was just so focused on, like, <laughs> hey, like, don't fuck up. Don't, like, yeah. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then, like, probably six months in, Maybe even fewer, like fewer months in, but like I, at some point I was just like, I don't really care anymore if I like (laughs) screw up. Like, I think ultimately once you start seeing how everybody else cares so little about shit, you're just like, oh, never mind. I totally don't have to worry about this. Yeah, I definitely think that, I mean, no disrespect to anyone, but it's just like, I don't know who really took that job seriously? <laughs> I guess it was just like the type of place, but I mean, it's not like you didn't do your job. You yeah. did. And yeah. like, but it's just kind of like, you know. Nothing made yeah. me angrier than when like Rupert would waltz in and like say stuff like, uh, go, go up to the customer, blah, blah, blah. Like where he'd like instruct yeah. you to do shit. And I'm like, I just did that. Like, I'm not yeah. going to follow them around and make them feel fucking weird by, like, getting too close to them while they're trying to, like, examine something. Uh, he used to do that constantly when he would come in. Do you remember that? And then, like, the the talk about, like, did they ever implement 
like a, a uniform or like a no not that like I know of no yeah do you don't remember that that was maybe after you left they were yeah yeah they were talking about having like um everybody wear like the same shirt or something oh. like having some sort of like yeah standard thing so they knew you worked there I, I guess so yeah <laughs> I mean in hindsight, I suppose it makes sense, but <laughs> we were just that. wearing like regular street clothes. <laughs> to be yeah. Honest, so. yeah. Yeah. Like, do you work here? Because they didn't even have us wear like name tags or anything, right? Or like any sort of no, like, well, no. I mean, it was such a, I feel like that was discussed at some point, but I was like, I'm not wearing a name tag. <laughs> yeah, like, Unless there's a fake name on it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm very stockable. I am not putting on a name tag. <laughs> very stockable <laughs> very easy to google you know <laughs> that's a that's amazing I mean I I definitely I'm like glad that we didn't have to wear name tag I wouldn't even think about that but then when I had that in that incident where that guy kept calling for me like the uh the man who claimed to like like he claimed that his wife liked him dressing up as a woman and I'm like, okay, cool. Like whatever. <laughs> and so like, he was like, so he just, just stuck with me. Cause he was like super embarrassed about it. And then like, I would go around and like pick out outfits for him and, or we would do it together. And then like, he would never fucking buy anything. And then like, of course I gave him my name because I think this is when I first started too. So I was pretty early on into uh, my time there. And I just felt so bad for the guy because he was just so embarrassed, right? And he was like ashamed. And I'm like, that's, I'm like, this is totally cool. Like, it's pretty normal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was trying to make him feel comfortable. And then, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, my name's Christina, blah, blah, blah. But then, yeah, he just kept calling for me, I think almost like daily. And then to the point where, and he would come in all the time, never buy anything, try things on, only want me to see him. And it had to be where I had to ask Tom to like ask him to stop calling the store. And then, and then he just kind of left me alone. Like it was pretty freaky. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I did, I did get hit on, I think, I think probably, I don't know, it was my first month within the first month that I started working there know fresh meat obviously and the guy like but the guy like he kind of I don't know he kind of looked like a scumbag whatever but uh I can't really remember what he said if I wanted to go out for a coffee with him and this was like at the till and I'm bringing him up and he's buying anal beads (laughs) of course he is of course he is (laughs) I'm bringing him up and he's like oh yeah like this is because I'm like thinking like, you know, maybe you're buying them for someone, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh no, this is like a gift for my ex-girlfriend. And I'm like, why are you buying your ex-girlfriend anal beads? <laughs> and I'm like, was, do you think that's... the title of a memoir. Why are you buying your ex-girlfriend anal <laughs> Yes, absolutely. By Christina Reed. <laughs> By Christina Reed. And then I'm like, yeah. comma, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like okay maybe you guys have like a really great relationship I don't know but like when you're asking someone out and the first thing they know about you is your name and the fact that you are buying it anal beads for your ex-girlfriend for her birthday like it's not a selling feature 
<laughs> and then I think I found out he worked with one of my ex-boyfriends because he, I went to, I ended up going to the Toad for some reason or whatever. And he was having a work party there or something with, I think he worked for like MTS and a bunch of people were there. And then I'm like looking at this guy and I'm thinking like, like something looks familiar about this guy or whatever, right? And then it popped in my, I'm like, anal beads. <laughs> Six. And getting um, recognized. Do you ever get recognized outside of the, the store at that time? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. No. But I think I was there less than you guys. Were you? I think I was there for two years. Yeah, but like, were you working full time the whole time? I think I so. Yeah, see, I, like I was only doing, because I was in university, I was only doing like the, the full time summers, I think. And then other, otherwise, I was just there like maybe two nights a week, and then on on Saturdays usually, Saturdays, oh, okay. Sundays, yeah. So like, I don't I don't think I whatever was as visible. <laughs> I'll say. And you're small, so maybe yeah. they didn't see you. <laughs> That's true. I also really like as much as I tried to help people, it wasn't really like my favorite part of the job was like organizing stock. And like, whenever we got new orders, that was like my favorite fucking thing. Just like it was pretty great. So yeah, unboxing guys, we could oh. have been like toy influencers with our unboxing skills. Listen, serious? Way ahead of the curve. Nothing more fucking exciting <laughs> than getting a new shipment and like seeing yeah. all the new products. And like getting to like open them, getting to like, well, I was gonna say try them out. You don't literally <laughs> try them out, but <laughs> like some batteries yeah. in there, see how they work. It is like, is the most exciting thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I would say that for the most part, I probably wasn't like, whatever, if people needed help, I'd help them. But like my focus usually when I was there, like I, I used to like drive, I think I used to drive Lana kind of nuts every once in a while because like I'd leave her baskets of stuff that I was like this has been on the floor for a really long time we should yes, yeah there. I'm like constantly trying to like I remember know. that yeah <laughs> um yeah I don't know I just Which I like makes like, sense. like if, if we had so much products that it was it was not moving I know and then like eventually you have to stop ordering that shit yeah. too. I was just like why are we bringing these in no one fucking buys yeah, yeah. So, Do you yeah. guys remember that horrible thing that was like, it was like a horrible like peach color, but it was like a tongue on the end of a vibrator? Yes. Yes. And it was like... Wasn't there a finger no, one? Too? Yes. Wait, was it like kind of the size of like the pocket rocket? Like it was, and then it was an this attachment? Was big. Like it was the size of a vibrator and it had like the, like the shaft of like a regular looking vibrator, but at the end it was a tongue, but it wasn't like, like the texture of this thing was like a hard rubber. Yeah. It was more like the fist and it kind of did this. And I'm like, no way in hell would that feel good to anyone. <laughs> no. No way. And it was sitting, it went down to like 80% off, 90% off and no one would buy this thing. I remember sometimes just hard trying to sell this just because I felt like <laughs> I was going to get like an emotional trophy if I could be the one. <laughs> <laughs> to convince some person that they needed this in their life, but didn't work. 
it drove me crazy. Yeah, it drove me crazy how like stuff like that would go unnoticed for so long. I'd be like, what? yeah, I don't know. Like, and I think once we started having more input, maybe you did already. Like, but but like for a while, like whatever. I tried to make suggestions, and I felt like they were not listened to whatsoever. But like eventually, when we had a little bit more say in what they were ordering, I felt like that kind of helped a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So between that and the videos, that's kind of what I was mostly focused on. And then like, yeah, you were you were the porn queen. Yeah, like, yeah. we yeah. did not touch the fucking videos. That's that right. was like Mel's domain, that's right? And yeah. people would like put them in the wrong spot all the time, and I'd just be like, <laughs> I don't know if like I have some OCD things going on or whatever, but yeah, oh, I'm crazy. I yeah. just remember this guy coming in. And I still remember exactly what he looks like. <laughs> maybe because it was traumatic. I don't know. He was like this taller guy, older, maybe like 40s, dark hair. I, I'm assuming it must have been winter or fall because he was wearing a jacket. And he had a very heavy accent. I, th- I think he might have been Spanish. And he was looking for porn. And I'm just like, oh, okay, it's here. Um, did we have categories? Like, did yeah. we have them arranged? Ca- yeah. yeah. So we had them arranging categories <laughs> and he was looking. And side note, the how expensive those fucking videos were. I Insane. Know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like $70? Yeah. Some of them were like $100. Like, yeah. It was, like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I did. I was watching some... I'm totally going on a different rant now. I was watching some uh, documentary on Netflix the other day with Andrew, the last blockbuster. And they were talking about old movies and whatever. And I think movies like used to actually cost like a hundred bucks to buy them because it was like yes. so rare, apparently. Yeah, that was like, the last blockbuster movie. Yeah. So like porn, even though like, I don't want to say it wasn't read- readily available because it was, it was the mm-hmm. 2000s. But it's like... I don't know why these people were buying porn for like a hundred dollars or whatever. But anyway, he came in and he was looking through it and he was asking me questions or whatever. And I was seeing what we had, but then he was just like, Oh, like, um, like animals. And I'm like, what? (laughs) It's like, you have like sex with animals. And I'm like, I don't have sex. (laughs) Also, that's, I think, illegal. <laughs> I know. And then he's just like, no, like video. And I'm like, oh, no, we don't sell like speciality movies. I'm like, that's actually illegal. And he's just like, he was shocked. And maybe he was from Mexico. I don't know. They got weird donkey shows there. But it was just like, he was like, really? I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's illegal in this country to have sex with animals. Sorry. And he, and he left disappointed. Wow. <laughs> I didn't, I don't, like, I know that happens, which is a whole other topic. I don't even want to discuss because I think it's terrible. But I'm like, are there actually like well-produced porn movies? <laughs> like bestiality? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to Google that to find out. No, yeah, good. exactly. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not willing to find out. <laughs> Six. I was talking to Shauna uh, without you, Mel. Sorry. Oh, it happens all the time. I'm yeah. okay. I know. I'm like the third wheel of the situation. I know. No. <laughs> Never. Um, we're like a distant cousin. 
Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> and she was, she told me a story and I'm like, I'm hearing all these new stories too, which is so strange because we talked about discreet forever about how, um, and I never heard this story before. I guess it was like a, a guy who tried on like, what, what did, he, did he try on a thong or was it like some kind of, and then he came out with an erection or something? And he tried to like shock you? Yeah. Um, it, I've, I'm shocked I never told you the story. It was a stripper um, oh, who, was, who was in Winnipeg from the States for the weekend. And he tried on an array of thongs. And I was the only person in the store at that time. And he said, you know, the, the information booth is right beside the change rooms, which is where I was kind of standing. And he, I don't know how many like different thongs he took into the change room, but he kept opening the curtain and showing me what he was wearing. And it was very clear that he was trying to like get a rise out of me in some way. And he kept saying things to like draw attention to himself and was just like, you know, this, because we, we've made people wear those little paper panties when they were trying on. <laughs> yeah. I I'm wearing these, but like they're not like containing me. And I was like, that's really gross, but I don't really know what to do with this situation. And he was trying on like everything from like the normal whatever leopard print thong to like the underwear trunk, the like elephant trunk <laughs> one. Like theoretically, to for something he was going to wear for his act that evening or whatever. And I remember at the time I was just like, when someone's trying to get a rise out of me, like I'm not going to give it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do everything in my power to disappoint the living hell out of them. And I'm just saying, like, that one's okay. Like, I wouldn't go with that one. Like, I was just giving him the super blase, like, opinion about whatever. And then finally, he came out, like, fully naked, erect, and started dancing for me. And he was like, oh, you could just come out on stage like this. And then he started, like, windmilling his junk at me. And, like, without, like, with expressionless, I was just like, I mean, that's not, like, a very creative move for a stripper. <laughs> like, I would be pretty disappointed if I went to see a stripper and you just came out naked. Like, I didn't even react. And he laughed or whatever, went back into the change room. And then I was just standing there. I'm like, normal people don't, like, have naked men yeah. flailing their junk at them yeah. and not have the ability to not react to that. <laughs> I have become so warped yeah. by this job that I cannot be faced by, you know, in the course of my employment, seeing actual cock. It's normal as well. And that guy then proceeded to ask me if I would like to go for coffee with him. Wow. Well, at least you saw the junk yeah. ahead of time. That's true. Yeah. You know? Evaluate that in advance. Yeah. yeah. And I also kept thinking, like, what if the manager suddenly comes out at any moment there's this naked man plus or, or another customer which would be i mean was can you imagine there? This one of, she was there like in the office oh. but no one else was on the floor like i can't imagine if some like poor innocent person who wants to come in and buy themselves a vibrator and there's this like naked dude dancing in the middle <laughs> of the what would you even do i'd probably laugh honestly like i'm trying to think of well, what that's i would why do you can work there <laughs> yeah i guess so but like i'm trying to think of what i would do in your situation like 
the problem with laughing is that it could incite some sort of rage and then you're like really in trouble right yeah I guess it depends what kind of laughing you're doing that was actually a question that Len asked me in my interview was what would I would do if a man walked out of the change room naked what and I said I would probably just laugh it off and say please put your pants back on sir or like and I got hired so I guess that was the right answer good job um but yeah, I mean, if you're someone who's going to freak out about that, you honestly shouldn't be working in a sex store. Like, Very true. I mean, and it's like, I mean, the kicker is like, that shouldn't happen. Like, it kind of goes back to sure. the way people treat mm-hmm. you because you work at a place like that, right? And it's just yeah. like, first of all, I don't even know if that's legal. <laughs> like, you <laughs> can't do that. For sure. I'm pretty sure it's you can get arrested. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like okay, and but it like it ticks me off. Like it just pisses me off. Like not the fact that he did it, but the fact that he like felt, felt like he could do it. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because like I've told that story, whatever year that was, two thousand six. I have told that story since two thousand six because I think it's hilarious. And recent, like within the last couple of years like post me to I've told that story and it, it just lands very differently because yeah. like at the time I, I like I reflect on it I'm like yeah that's really shitty that this yeah. dude just randomly thought that it was acceptable to like obviously try to get a rise out of me at all like mm-hmm. never mind that type of behavior like well it's just kind of crazy, like actually okay so what makes the different like how is it different from if you were just walking down the street and some right. guy just fucking flashed you and like waved his dick in your face. It's kind of like, because people would be fucking appalled if that happened to them, <laughs> upset, whatever. But because it's in a sex store, people are just like, well, you work there. Yeah. Like you should be, yeah. I don't want to say that people are assuming you should expect that to happen, but people aren't surprised that it happens sort of thing, right? And I'm just like, well, it shouldn't. Like, I remember this when I was working at The Nest and we were, it was a busy Saturday, whatever. And this woman was trying something on and she came out of the change room in her underwear, breasts out, and went through the rack looking for a different size. Oh my God. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> just like looking around and I'm just like, you need to get back in your change room. This is inappropriate. And she's like, Ugh. like she didn't, she didn't think that was strange because it was a fucking like sex shop. I'm like, no, you can't fucking show your tits around here, lady. Like go back. There's <laughs> other people here. <laughs> Could that be the time? Like, no, you can't show your tits around here, lady. <laughs> I like that one too. Comma, no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe mean, I should have just went up to her and like, uh, no thank you. No thank yeah. you. Yeah. Please go back. <laughs> People are insane. It's yeah, it's it's almost the same. Like I don't I don't want to say it's almost the same, but it's kind of similar to like you shouldn't have been wearing that short dress yeah. sort of thing. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. So it's like yeah. when I tell people these stories about, I mean, thankfully I've never been like touched at the store or anything like that. I think some guy, like at most some guy will like put his hand on my shoulder or something like when he's talking to me 
sort of thing, but like still. <laughs> they get like, but some of them get like really close though. Oh, right? so like, close. Yeah, like whisper like, in your fucking yeah. face close. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, get the fuck off me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. wanna, I don't wanna like feel your fucking hot breath <laughs> on my skin. <laughs> yeah. No. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> so disgusting. And then some things you just kind of ignore, like that one dude who would come in, wouldn't bother anybody, and he would just have an erection the whole time. Mm-hmm. That was sweatpants guy, wasn't it? Yeah, sweatpants guy. <laughs> yeah. Never, like, you would ask him if he needed anything. I think that's kind of before I knew he had an erection. <laughs> yeah. But, like, and he was like, oh, no, I'm just I'm just looking, like, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, just never bothered anyone, stayed close to the wall, and just, mm-hmm. like, looked at the products. Just with a full heart on and uh, left. So it's just like. I feel like I would just wear a longer top if I was going to do that personally. Yeah. But well, unless unless he like kind of likes the idea of people. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Observing his sweatpants boner, which <laughs> maybe it's totally possible. boner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's people act so funny in stores like that. Maybe because it's just, it's still like seen as taboo, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like, ooh, secret. Mm-hmm. As, I think the worst, <laughs> I mean, even with all the shit, like fucking sweatpants, boner, like, you know, cross dressers, whatever. I think the ones that really, really like irritate me the most and kind of like gross me out is couples who make out in the store. <laughs> I had much rather see some <laughs> naked dude fucking flaring yeah. his penis yeah. around than have... It's a much better a, story, too. Right? Than yeah. have a couple all, like, hugged up on each other and, like, making out and, like, fucking using the store as foreplay in some kind of weird fucking fantasy that they're having. And, like, ugh, it just grosses me out. <laughs> Or, like, when people would try to go in together, like, in the change rooms and stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, you're not going to fuck in this change room right now, okay? Not on my watch. That's the name of the book. <laughs> you're not fucking in this change room. Not on my watch. No, thank you. <laughs> so gross. And it was always, like, the most unattractive people, right? Oh. Like, it was never hot people. In the yeah. Drives me out. It's rare. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't want to put this out there as a stereotype, but it was, I think it's because it was Winnipeg and I mean, and it was downtown. It was in a very sketchy area, but we didn't have the most attractive people coming. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it would have been different. I don't know. <laughs> Periodically, you would see like a, an attractive person, but yeah, yeah, there'd be some pretty attractive people. But what I definitely noticed was there were no attractive single men who came in there, unless they were shopping for a bachelor party. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, because there's just simply not um, this an acceptability for a dude to go buy himself a stroker. I, I, yeah, that's you know what I never even thought about that before, but you are absolutely correct. It's just like. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, if you're like attractive, I'm sure you get ass all the time, (laughs) whatever. But it's just like, you still jerk off. Like, even if you're having sex all the time. So why not make it feel more pleasurable? Well, okay. So Troy and I have a theory that... (laughs) That really attractive people um, aren't as good at sex <laughs> because they never had to, never had to the, work for it. Yeah, right. And like they're so tied up in what they look like. Like it's I don't know. Like can you can you really have great sex if you're just so like concentrating on like well don't touch my hair or like don't do this or like you know what I mean? Like the whole idea of like. I don't know, people telling, like, I had, like, guy friends that would tell me that, like, the girls they were with had never, like, let them come in their face or whatever, right? Which I was like, oh, like, I didn't know that that was, like, something that people were not okay doing. And then, like, I don't know. So our theory really is that, like, I'm just wondering if, yeah, like, if do dudes then who are, like, super attractive, like, maybe they don't masturbate. Like, maybe they're just so... I don't know. So used to like, yeah, not having to try hard or like not having to take care of themselves. That like, I refuse to believe they don't masturbate. Yeah, every man masturbates. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they're attractive or not. But it's like, I do find it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't take a poll or anything, but like, I, I definitely think they are less likely to come into the store for a masturbator. Or even just for lube, for yeah. like masturbating. Like, why wouldn't you want to use lube? <laughs> well, first of all, because it costs like ten times what it does at shoppers. <laughs> yeah, that's the real answer to that question. True. <laughs> Maybe they're just not coming to like discreet to actually. That actually that makes more sense. That makes more sense because I do think that they probably buy it like at a drugstore. Mm-hmm. Rather than going into a sex shop, because people always like they're so fucking worried someone they might see somebody that they know and stuff like that. I think that's only happened when I was working, maybe a handful of times. And I've worked in sex stores for over ten years, and then like a handful <laughs> of times, like less than five, have I been there when someone recognizes someone else in the fucking store. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And who cares if they did? I know. Like, you're for the same fucking reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, I guess there's also just this attitude for men that, like, if they were buying something like a stroker, it'd be like, oh, you can't get any. Whereas, yeah. I mean, no one is going to generalize that to a woman buying a vibrator. Like, we all know women can get some anytime they want. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And use vibrators during sex with somebody. So it's just yeah, like sure. double I mean, whammy. Just stroke during sex with somebody too. It's just... It's true. It's just toxic masculinity, guys, is what it is. I think you're right. Yeah. And also, yeah. another reason, which I think could be one of the top reasons, is that they have to fucking clean it. <laughs> and they're usually fucking lazy. So yeah. it's like... <laughs> if you're using that shit every day... You know, you have to clean it. You have to clean it thoroughly. Hopefully you're cleaning it, that is. And (laughs) clean it thoroughly, you know, wash it, dry it, powder it. It, It's 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 kind of a pain in the ass, like even using like um, like a vibrator, like um, 
uh, one that's not like plastic, some kind of materials. And especially like the soft, like the cyber skin and stuff like that. It like any kind of toy that's that soft and stuff like that. After you're done with it, you're like, fuck, now I have to clean this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it's the last special, thing you want to do after yeah, you're done. Yeah. Exactly. Special occasion toys, let's call them yeah. that. <laughs> special occasion. <laughs> when you really just like, you want to like give yourself a good time. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it yeah. is true. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Because then yeah. you like, you know, I mean, you don't want to leave it for too long. You know, and it gets all like weird and crusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wrap it in something, maybe a cloth, and then like you leave it for too long and you ready to clean it and you take the cloth off and the cloth is sticking to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> yeah. No one's got time for that shit. Six. I remember speaking of crusty. Um, I remember, uh, a guy coming in and we don't take returns. I don't think we ever did it discreet either, right? No returns. Yeah. And we don't usually take returns at the nest. Uh, I think we will exchange if you just bought it and like it breaks within the month or something like that, or there was some kind of defect, like it doesn't work or blah, blah, blah. But usually there's like a warranty to them. Their, the toy company. So this guy came in and he's just like, oh, like, um, you know, I bought this for my wife and she really doesn't like it or it's like not really working or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's weird. So, and he brought it, you know, he's like, oh, he said it, it was never been, it's never been used. Um, something's wrong with it. The battery, I think it was a, a rechargeable one. And those ones usually cost a pretty penny. So like we usually take a look at it, especially if like it's never been used, quote, quote. And like we put gloves on, obviously, take a look, see if they maybe just did something wrong. So I open up this guy's box and I take out the toy and it's visibly crusty. Ew. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like... And then it's like, do you say something? <laughs> like, I didn't say anything, ma'am. And it was broken. I think, it, like, it just wasn't you. But clearly, he fucking used it. <laughs> that is so disgusting. You it should was have like, just called him out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, you, like do, you, do you call them out? Do you be like, what the fuck is this? There's some crust on here, sir. I think this has been used. There is yeah. some suspect crust yeah. on this toy. <laughs> What is this? That is so gross. <laughs> it's again kind of like it's unfathomable that somebody would think that was an acceptable thing to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. particularly if you're trying to pass it off like it hasn't been used. But people try to return all the time. Like, this is the thing. You know, if it actually broke down and it was an expensive thing, I get wanting to exchange it. Would you not wash it? Like... Maybe he washed it and like didn't wash it thoroughly, clearly. Maybe. But it's maybe. just like washed it in the dark. Washed in the dark. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, people just try to return like people will return shit 
and say, it's usually men, it's usually men, um, and say like their wife didn't like the color or this is not what she wanted and I made a mistake. I'm like, that's not a valid reason to return this toy. I'm sorry. Like that's, we can't, we can't put this back on the shelf. You realize this, <laughs> Wait, right? Can't you just sanitize it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe you don't just wash it and repackage it. No, this has to go in the fucking trash. Like we cannot, <laughs> we cannot yeah. use this toy. And like, yeah, they'll bring it back or they'll fucking, um, I had this one older woman um, bring her, like, she she must have been, uh, she, I say she was in her 60s or 70s. She, she was just fucking old. Like, that's all I know. And she came in, nice old lady, like very pleasant. Like, I'm sure someone's a lovely grandmother. And she was looking for a vibrator. And I'm just like, oh, okay, let me help you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, do you have like something in mind? And she's and she literally she put her big ass grandma bag down on the counter and like pulled out this oh. big ass like oh. plastic 1980s vibrator and put it on the counter. And she's like, yeah, mine died, so I'm kind of looking for something like this. And I'm like, ma'am, take your used vibrator off her counter. Why do you need to bring it with you in there? Because. Maybe she needs some. She wants something exactly like it. She couldn't explain. <laughs> was it in like a bag or no, something? No, like, it was just it free. It was free in her bag, probably oh. at the bottom of her purse with all her crumbs. <laughs> like, with her badge crumbs too. With her badge crumbs, <laughs> along with Weather's original wrappers. Like it was just, just plopped it on the desk. And then like, I was like, uh, okay, I'm not touching that. So I helped her out and I'm just like, oh, you can, you can like take that back. She's like, oh no, you guys can just throw it away. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, throw, please throw this out yourself. <laughs> this is not a disposal. <laughs> like. Disposal so grounds. Oh my god! Yeah, just uh, I don't want to see that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I I I get when people like it. There's a weird sense of like it must be like uncomfortable comfort that people get when they go into that store and they're talking to someone. <laughs> Because you just hear everything about these people's lives mm-hmm. in like intimate details. Like it's just really bizarre. Like when I go into a clothing store, I don't like go on a rant about like, you know, dresses I've worn for the last 10 years or something like that. But they come in and like I've heard about people cheating on their wives and they're buying this for their like mistress and like just like odd stories about like divorces and like even like people who like are like full on telling me that they can't get it up anymore and like all the things they've tried and shit like that. And I'm like, did you want to buy this? Or (laughs) you don't need to tell me that. No, I don't need to know. It's not not a free therapy session. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. One guy came in, I can't remember what he, he was looking for a vibrator or something. He didn't know where the clitoris was. 
And I'm just like, and I straight up told them, I don't get paid enough to tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, you just had the opportunity to do, like, such a good deed, and you failed. <laughs> <laughs> Not for free. <laughs> he was he was well old enough to know better. Like, Google is there for a reason. It is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for your convenience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind that aspect of it so much as long as it was not done in a creepy way, which frequently was done in yeah. a creepy way. But I, I will never forget, like, a lady who was probably, like, my age, but I thought she was old at the time, who was <laughs> said to me, like, you know, I was in an abusive relationship and I just finally got the courage to leave my husband who used to beat me. And, like, I've never had an orgasm and I don't really, like, know how. And I was, like you know, able to find her a product and give her some tips. And, you know, it's just like, that's a really enormous thing that I just did. Like never having had an orgasm is a horrible, horrible thought. I mean, definitely. I felt good, you know? And good on (laughs) you. Like it, and yeah, it's not always creepy. I would say it's like, it's mostly creepy what you hear, but it's like, I've had two instances that kind of, um, you know, gave me the feels a bit because I was, uh, one guy came in and he was in his twenties and he was looking for like a penis pump. And of course with penis pumps, I'm like, you know, this isn't actually going to make your penis larger. Like I have to give him the whole spiel about how it just stretches the skin and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh no, like my doctor recommended it. And he was telling me how he had prostate cancer. And like, and I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, this guy's like 25 years old, like erectile dysfunction, can't get it up, has like prostate cancer. And his doctor recommended it because it's like exercise, right? So I'm just like, oh man, like that's fucking harsh. And then another one was uh, uh, this older couple came in. And was looking for a masturbator, but for like their son, because the son was handicapped. And Mm -hmm. like he, he was like an adult son, but I think he was severely handicapped, but like, um, I don't, I can't remember what exactly he had, but obviously he was very horny. Like he still obviously got Mm -hmm. sexually aroused and like he couldn't um, jerk himself off basically. And like the parents had to do it sort of thing. And so they're looking and like, they were so distraught. The fact that like, they were telling me and just like the looks on their faces, like being that like, you know, they have to do this for their son. And it's just like, you know, the worry about, you know, people judging them and stuff like that. But like, it has to be done, right? Obviously. And I was like, I'm like, fuck, you're like the best parents in the world. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was definitely, so it's not all like, I have to say, like, it's not all creepy people. Mm-hmm. Like I've met a woman who had, um, what is it? A female circumcision. Cause she oh, came from wow. Africa and like, she was circumcised when she was a kid and um, like she couldn't orgasm or whatever and stuff like that. So she was kind of looking for a product and it's just, people don't think about that when like 
you know, you tell them you work at a sex store. So it's like, you know, we, we, uh, we are therapists a little bit. A little bit. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people unfortunately aren't necessarily that comfortable bringing these things up with their friends or, um, they don't really have an outlet. And I mean, having an open-minded staff member who Mm -hmm. isn't going to judge them is, uh, but it is easier to talk to a stranger, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like it's weird because like I guess it takes like a, t- a certain type of person, right? Like I like none of those situations ever that like that came up where people were I guess like vulnerable in terms of like their sexuality or like a you know like a problem that they're having that way. Like it never occurred to me that that would be like something to, I don't know, like to be weird about, you know what I mean? Like it it just never, I was just like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it's not, I don't know. And I don't know that everybody could do that really like, or, or could kind of not have a reaction to things, if that makes sense. I don't know. But I remember you telling me that or telling us that story, Christina, about the couple and I don't know why, but it, I was like, for some reason, just probably like a month or two ago, I was thinking about that and how I was like, it's, I get like, and I, whatever, it's kind of weird that there isn't like almost a service. That jerks off handicap people? Well, I know it sounds crazy, but like, I'm just, and it's, I guess it'd be considered prostitution. I don't really know how that works, but like, I was like, it's kind of weird that that's, that there isn't something that like kind of exists for that. So that the parents there is, I don't know if it exists in Winnipeg though. Like, I think you, I think there are care providers who would consider that like just a part of the service they need to provide because that's a need. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's an average yeah. task. Yeah. So yeah. that type of home care, probably not. I just thought um, it was weird. Like, like, like the idea that, yeah, like that someone couldn't help with that situation. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. parents are kind of left to deal with that. And it, yeah, it's a little bit weird. So, but like, yeah. but even, even if there is, um, I can see that more in the States than Canada, but again, yeah. it could be just a Winnipeg yeah. thing, but it's like, how do you even like, how do you, how do you go about finding out? I know. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. If you want to Google it, you might get some weird videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That always just like, just thinking about that, like it, it always kind of just broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. like thinking about that couple. Cause I'm just like, the lengths you're willing to go for your son right yeah. and it's just like it's I guess it's just part of your parental duties I mean you don't have to but I suppose but it's just like what do you do <laughs> I guess that's more of the heartfelt moments but then again I, I'm thinking like what if that guy who came in when I first started working the one who said like his wife likes to dress up like what if he, what if that was true <laughs> and I'm like he was actually serious about it and I kind of was just like this guy's a creep but like the fact that he always came in always wanted to see me okay he was comfortable with me understand we kind of uh developed a rapport you know but the fact that he like he never bought anything mm-hmm. he came in took hours of my time 
always wanted me to see him in like multiple outfits. And then it got to the point where he was like, we know we had those like fake boobs and they weren't even like good fake boobs. They were like fucking like, like, what, what was it? Like styrofoam yeah. breasts that you would put on. I'm like, how anyone would assume this was real. So he wanted to try those on with a dress and he was always getting like critiques and stuff. And like, yeah, the fact that he never bought anything. And then I figured out that he like, I finally realized, I finally clicked because I was naive and young. He wasn't wearing a wedding ring, you know, so I'm not saying he like had to if he was married, but I'm like, mm-hmm. all these things kind of, mm, they're suspect. They're suspect. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, maybe he was a creeper. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the type of behavior that can suck you in. Because like the first time it happens, you could totally believe that yeah. he was just really shy and you were really helping him out because he was uncomfortable about this fetish but and like and people use that and I find it's mostly men because I think I don't think women really want to rise out of you uh when you go in there but it's just like I do find that like you know sometimes men will come in with these fucking like sob stories to make you feel bad for them and stuff like that and then you kind of I mean you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable and like that's the thing like you when people come in you want to make them feel as comfortable as possible and that's when they that's like prime um time to like take advantage mm-hmm. sort of thing and then you have to kind of weigh out whether like is this guy for real or is this guy fucking just like getting trying to get a rise out of me sort of thing so it's kind of i mean some are quite fucking obvious <laughs> like the stripper <laughs> obviously and then some were kind of like after a while you're like is this guy like actually you know (laughs) needing some help or is he just kind of trying to play with me yeah so creepy what about women (laughs) women i never (laughs) like did anyone hit on you guys at all i've never i've never i think i've only had a female like just in life hit on me maybe four times in my life. And it's just like, and one I actually went for coffee with because like I met her, like we would run into each, I mean, we did run into each other at gay bars, <laughs> but I'm just like, and she was so nice. I knew she was gay, like, you know, and like <laughs> me, and it's even with men, like when they, because I had so many guy friends, like growing up and stuff like that. So when guys, start talking to me and they're not kind of like flirty, flirty, like obvious. I assume that they just want to be friends. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. Like we can hang out, whatever. And it was the same with her. Like I was just like, I thought she just wanted to like kind of hang out and just be friends with me. And um, no, but no, apparently it was it was a date. <laughs> we went out for coffee. And oh. then, like, I guess like I was telling her about some guy I was kind of interested in. And she's like, oh, I thought you were. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, but thank you. but I've never had anyone I mean not that I know I'm so oblivious when people hit on me like Mel (laughs) I'm so oblivious to people flirting with me they could have and I just never even noticed but not to my knowledge did any woman hit on me did like did any women hit on you guys no I was just curious well there was that you do you remember that woman who used to call the store who also said she was from Minneapolis. There's something about Minneapolis, guys. I don't know what's up with Minneapolis, but do you remember, Mel, I I think she talked to you too, but she would phone and it was every once in a while, I know she'd be 
claiming to be up in the city to have fun. I guess this is what she does in Winnipeg, but she would call and she would be like, do you know, like, if any good clubs I could go to? Um, are there massage parlors around? Like, could you give me the address of, um, like, do you have any, like, bathhouses that have co-ed nights? And then she would always lead up to, like, well, like, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> but she had this, like, incredibly sexy voice. Not like what I am doing right now. So it made like, it legitimately, okay. <laughs> made you kind of want to. Like, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, like the whole situation was partly super creepy, but intriguing. Less creepy than if it was a, a dude doing it? 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, she, this, this lady should have, if she was not a phone sex operator, should have been. Yeah. Perfect voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've yeah. never, never had that encounter before. Yeah. But there was some, I thought it was you, mommy. It wasn't. But there's was someone I talked to who would obviously talk to the same person because we were both like, "And did you kind of want to by the end?" <laughs> yes, a persuasive lady. The freaking the, the fucking prank callers, man. Mm-hmm. Like that just comes with the territory. Did you guys ever have like a really like a really fun like a good one like a funny one? I don't remember any. No, I don't either. (laughs) I just, uh, I can't remember any from Discreet, but like there was quite a few from the Love Nest, of course. Like there was a guy who would just call regular voice, you know, he would just ask about what kind of thongs we had. Um, So I'm just like, oh, we have like different kind of thongs or whatever. And he was asked for like specific ones. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we have it. He asked for the price, whatever. Did not sound creepy at all. He's like, yeah, like my wife likes to like sunbathe in the backyard and thong. So she was asking me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) cool, whatever. But, and like, and that would be like the extent of the conversation. He's like, okay, like I'll uh, come down and check them out. I'm like, great. And like, he never showed up, obviously. And like, he must have called at least 10, like, I don't want to say it was probably more than 10 times. Like, I think every month he probably would just call and ask the same fucking questions, talk about his wife, like, like to sunbathing and like nothing disgusting, like nothing rose or untoward or anything. That was just his thing. And I'm just like, okay. And we just kind of played along with it. And I'm just like, yep, come on down. We're here open till like eight. And then there was like some kids who would call. And like ask for a date. I'm like, yeah, like, why don't you just like come pick me up at seven? I'm off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, really? Like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember the kids that used to run into discreet all the time? You guys have that? <sighs> I was I like, yeah. I physically threw a kid out of the store once <laughs> and I had to like stop and think. Was that actually legal what I just did? But like, yeah. I didn't know what to do about it because it wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. It and wouldn't I was like, leave. I'm going to get fined it if somebody walks leave. in here and sees a child it would here. Leave. <laughs> it wouldn't leave. I don't think, you know, don't know if it was legal or not, but I don't think that kid would like rat you out and be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was that discreet. And this woman fucking threw me out, physically threw me out. They tried to come in all the time. They were just like walk in overconfident. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. I'm like, you got ID? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of 
Um, it was kind of genius the way the floor was set up too, because the whole first room was just lingerie Mm -hmm. and it was like nothing even scandalous really and then the second or I guess like the mid section was toys and then the back was fetish so it's just like they would only get so far until they're fucking out so apparently I I mean this was apparently apparently this happened at Love Ness on St. Anne's Uh, I wasn't there at the time it was on a Saturday it was super busy and these two teenagers came in with, like, I think one had a musical instrument, like a trombone or some shit, and just started playing it in the store <laughs> by the door. And I'm just like, did you do anything? And they're like, no. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> you just, so you just let these fucking teenagers come in. Like, I'm sure there were, I think there were like 15 or something and just stand there and start playing their fucking yeah, like musical cool. instrument. Like they're in band camp or band class. And then they fucking left. <laughs> I'm like, all right. That's awesome. Not the free show you expect at a sex store. No, no. <laughs> sex. I feel like everybody had their like one major pet peeve of like customer behavior. Uh, like like some people were enraged by people who would like sword fight with the giant dildos oh my god uh, but mine was always the people who tried to bring their kids in like yeah. that was my number one immediate rage <laughs> is if i saw someone with a toddler like and not no, only no. a toddler but they would let it walk around and i'm like and they did that at the nest too cuz i'm just like come in with a fucking three-year-old, let let it run around and touch shit. And I'm just like, um, you're going to have to do something with this thing. <laughs> like, you can't let it fucking touch shit all over the store. Was, yeah, what, what, what is... If, you're, if you have to bring your kid in, you know, like little child in, fucking yeah. carry it. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't yeah, a well, playground. That was the rule, like, at discreet was if... You can't have a child touching the floor. Yeah. So if you can't carry it, it can't come in. Yeah. Yeah. But people used to get so angry about that. Like I remember the the only customer I ever swore at was somebody who swore at me first because they were trying to bring like a six-year-old in with them. What? And he was just like in my face. You have to be fucking kidding me. And I was like, I am not fucking kidding you. Get the fuck out. And then I was like... Like, Whatever. this is an 18-plus establishment. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, like, people didn't really understand that it wasn't that we were being, like, prudy about wanting children to see this stuff. It had to do with, like, the license of the building. Like, you... Well, I just didn't want kids in there. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, if, if you're going to work anywhere and not have to interact with children, you would think that selling dildos would be, like, a good choice. But... <laughs> My, uh, my, I had like two major pet peeves. One was when people showed up right before closing and wanted to oh, fucking yeah. look at stuff. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not staying late for you. So yeah. that's not happening. I like, I fought with customers over the fact that like, you no, you can't come in. Like, but you're open for like another three minutes. Like, I don't care. Right. Kind of. But it's never three minutes. No. It's never three minutes. No, they want to look at everything and ask <laughs> yeah. you questions. And I'm like, I'm not getting paid enough to stay here and just hang out with you right now. 
And like, it's not like we were getting paid overtime, like when we stayed later, right? And then also like the people who would, you know, when we had the leather cleaner kind of in that like side kind of cabinet or whatever, Mm -hmm. there was one dude who would go back there all the time without asking, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, no, like an employee has to get it for you. You can't go back there. And he did it numerous times. And I just remember fighting with that guy too. Like, I think I remember that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was such an asshole about it. I'm like, okay, what, you know what, whatever. And then did we, I don't remember if we ended up moving it or like, like, I think it was usually locked, wasn't it? I can't remember. Wasn't it? I remember it being under the desk, was it not? Like I under the cabinet by yeah. the till. Because I think at one point there was, was it the leather cleaner? Maybe I'm wrong. Quote was unquote it the, leather uh, cleaner. Was it in that glass cabinet by the... Yeah, by the chamber. You're thinking of the, um, oh, like, the numbing stuff. Oh, okay. Like, what was that called? The, the, uh, the stud? The stud 100? Stud, stud yes. 100. Yeah. Stud 100. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because, like, yeah, this one dude, like, would go in there himself all the time and just piss me off so much. Like, there's clearly a sign there that says employees only, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Drove me nuts. Fucking... I think... There's there's so many pet peeves. Like yeah. <laughs> it's hard to pick this one. Like I just had like a flood of people I just hate mm-hmm. coming in there. Yeah. Um I think probably the most is people opening up packages. Yeah. That has mm-hmm. to be my number one, even though we said if you need something open, just let us know. We can open it for you. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that you probably don't want us like opening up your products or something but it's just like that's just the way we work here like we can't have people fucking touching everything (laughs) and i hear constantly (laughs) and then oh it was just well and they rip the boxes and suddenly like um yeah fuck that's like, so annoying. And I would say, like, do people do that in other stores? But they do actually. They do. Yeah. That's just yeah. a people are shitty thing. Yeah. yeah. Like I can open it and leave you with it. I don't have to be there. I'm just gonna physically open it because some of these, like a lot of these fucking boxes, will fucking rip because you have no idea how they open. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll just put it back in the wrong fucking spot anyway. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. But I think the first thing that came in and it's, I mean, it's, I guess it's not really a pet peeve. They're just like a type of people who come in or bachelorette parties. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. (laughs) The worst people to come in. I'll deal with perverts all day. Bachelorette parties are the fucking worst. Yeah. Just a bunch of like cackling fucking hens. Yeah. And it's like (laughs) a group. It's a fucking murder of women yeah. coming in who have never been to a fucking sex shop before. And it's they think dicks are the funniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> like, and they always come in on a fucking weekend when we are yeah, busy, like right when we have a rush of people. So not only do I have to like watch these people, I have to watch your fucking group of 10 bitches come in want to touch everything, want to run everywhere. And be like, you should try this. You should try. Oh my God, look at that. Look at that. And I was just like, for fuck's sakes. And mm. what did they come in to buy? A condom. What about penis? One shot? condom. <laughs> like, 
Why? I don't know. They just think it, or we used to have, I can't, I don't think this was indiscreet, but I remember Loveness was bad for this when we were on St. Anne's. Um, like the bachelorettes would have uh, like scavenger hunts. Oh God! So one yeah. of their, oh, I remember that too yeah. because remember we had a no photo policy in the yes. store. Yeah, and I think was that because of the bachelorette parties? Like, because they were just coming and they were fucking. Actually, no, there wasn't. No, I think it was before that. Like, you just couldn't take because there could be other customers in the store that well, are yeah, in the photos. Exactly. You cannot yeah, like, take you don't pictures in the yeah. background of some. Yeah. Instagram post, but not that Instagram was the thing when we were working. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, they'll come in like Saturday mornings, rush of people. Again, it was a small fucking store. Couldn't even fit like, I think 20 people, it would be packed, you know? So like, yeah. and then these group of fucking four women at a time would come in, rush in to buy like, a, a little like two th- two dollar fucking lube because it was on their list, and I'm like, I don't have time to deal with you fucking women right now. I have real customers, and they'd be coming all day, like fucking groups of women all goddamn day, coming in. I'm just like, oh, I just wanted to punch them out. Oh. <laughs> like, oh my god, so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I- Maybe we've we've just been fucking scarred and soured. (laughs) I mean, that is annoying, right? That is annoying. So unnecessary. Like, if I was fucking working at 7-Eleven, you think I want to, like, rush a fucking women coming in, like, every, like, 10 minutes buying, like, one gummy bear? You have to get one gummy bear? Like, fuck off. This is, like, we're here to make money. We're not here to entertain you. And then they would always want to look at, like, fucking dildos and shit never want to buy anything they just want to like look at it because they think it's hilarious and they're like you should get that and they have to like pick out which fucking vibrators they have i'm like no one cares what you're sticking up your fucking snatch lady like (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so good oh the worst (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my god Always, like, for the most part, like, white women, I'm assuming. Oh, always. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> but I, I don't think, I, I think it's a cultural thing, because I'm like, I don't think a lot of colored people even, like, came into the store. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I think it's, like, a mm, kind of, you just don't do that sort of thing in, like, like, the black culture. I'm sure they do, but it's kind of, like, you know, it's not really opened and talked about in a lot of places. So it's just, yeah. I, I do, although I do remember um, an older black woman coming in. She looked lost. <laughs> I'll just say that. Because she came in, she was kind of like, huh, like interesting, old grandma. And then she looked at like the lube section. And we had like all the flavored lubes and stuff like that. And I asked her if she needed help. And she's like, no, she's good. And then it was pretty slow. And then she's like, oh, are these used for cooking? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, they're uh, flavored lubricants. And she was like, a lubricant? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, for what? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, do you know where you are? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Do I need to call somebody? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess if you wanted to cook with it, you could, but... I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Be pretty gross. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. No. See, just... There's something... I think there was only, like, maybe two or three... And because, like, fuck, we had at least 80 different fucking flavored lubes, right? And it's just like, I think there were, and then when we were training at the Loveness, we had to try every single flavor. Like, just like on your finger to try it. And a lot of them are made with like aspartame, right? Mm -hmm. And or something like that. And it's just like, and I'm really sensitive to aspartame, I think, because like, I was just getting sick. And I'm just like, Ugh, ugh. <laughs> I just wanted to throw up, and no one seemed, no one else seemed to be having this issue. So, but I think there was maybe three. I don't know what what was the active ingredient in it, which actually tasted good. But other than that, it was like it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Six. I feel like there was a really good black, good-looking black guy who came in once, and like the girls got all hot and bothered. <laughs> Buy them <laughs> at Loveness or Discreet? Uh, Loveness. Okay. And then, like, what was it? Discreet? No, no, it was probably Loveness. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember one woman, because I was like one of the, I think the two, I was probably the second young, no, second youngest person there. And one of these women were like, she said something. And then she's like, I said, oh, the, the black guy or something. She's like, oh, don't like, I can't like black African-American. I was like, no, he's black. <laughs> like she thought that was like an insult. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know I could say black. I'm like, it's, that's not a derogatory term. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> like I would never call someone black, only African-American. I'm like, what if they're not African? <laughs> Like not everyone who's American, also. Yeah, like not everyone who's black is African or American. Like, yeah, yeah it was a shock to her. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I probably shouldn't even tell the story because you're recording me. It's mortifying, but oh, I definitely no. remember. This is going nowhere. Um, this, is, yeah, this we can edit this not. out. We can edit this out. But, uh, I'll make a note. Yeah, I had a a black customer looking for a cock ring. And um, I picked one up, you know, that was, you know, pinkish. And he was like, yeah, I I do not like that color. And I was like, oh, you're not like into flesh tone. (laughs) And and he was like, I don't know whose flesh that is. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm an idiot. And uh, yeah, (laughs) a black cock ring. Like the moron would have just done to begin with, but I was wow. First of all, the black cock. Who whose dick's that black? Yeah. (laughs) Are you saying like your dick is fucking blacker than black? I don't think so. Flesh tones. But yeah, that's like one of those like moments that will stick with me forever. Because it's like yeah, never made that mistake ever again. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. It was like <laughs> just the whole like different um, uh, colors of, uh, I guess, 
uh, dildos and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> whose flesh is this color? <laughs> True. And like, also, I, I won't put this in either, but um, when I was at the other place, so I don't, legal reason, I won't mention the other place. And like um, the person who making the decisions there um, was less inclined to um, order in darker dildos. So, and if it was, and if we did have them in, they would be behind the white ones. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very strange, that decision making. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Although some, like, it's, uh, I find it also pretty interesting that people have like, like a really... Um, strong preference of color, not only like with the flesh tones, quote unquote flesh tones, but like yeah. just the color of it. Cause I'm just like, you're not going to see it, <laughs> like, you know? So it's like, True. what does it fucking matter? What color it is? Like, you know, like you're going to see it maybe like a minute before you insert it, wherever you're inserting it. So it's just like, does it matter? Do you really want to wait for another color to come in? Like, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, I have, I have a green one, so like I mean, <laughs> you have a green one. Green is very. Um, it's not very common. I know. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it just like like what color green? Like, is it like a like a I don't know, like a kind of jewel tone, like. Like emerald green, I guess. Oh, I nice. Know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Fancy. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of with any product. Like, people are attracted to visually, like, whatever yeah. they are. That's true. Like, we used to have those hard case, like, jewel tone. Um, they were kind of like a purpley gold, like. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you remember those? Except the paint came off. Yeah. People yeah. always wanted to buy those. And I was like. No. You yeah. want that one? Yeah. This less pretty one might not give you poisoning. Yeah, no kidding. Like, yeah. Try to stay away from anything that is like flaking off inside you. Yeah. <laughs> As a general rule, you know? <laughs> First rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get I remember that. The, just and weird, and even the ones the hard uh, vibrators with like the velvet touch coating, the one it, it kind of made it feel like it's a bit soft to the touch, but it would just wear off mm-hmm. after you like you wash it and yeah. shit like that. It'll just go down to the plastic, and I'm just like, should you be putting coating on this? Like, yeah, I don't know. Six. Have you guys ever like? experienced like a penis ex- extender like someone wearing it yeah no I never really understood if those actually worked because I'm thinking like my thinking is obviously it's like you know one to three inches it's like a condom mm-hmm. and it's one to three inches like a solid mm-hmm. piece at the end of the condom right so you roll it down the penis but then, like, I'm thinking, like, when you're having sex, 
wouldn't that like move around move around yeah <laughs> it does seem weird <laughs> and also how pleasurable is it then like is it i guess it's purely for like the woman or yeah. the man who's getting dicked yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. right like because it yeah the the person wearing it i would assume isn't really feeling a whole lot at that point yeah, and like your dick is literally bumping up against <laughs> the bottom of it. That can't be too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily use it for anal because like it didn't have a tight bottom like a condom yeah. did. Yeah. It was just the mm-hmm. sleeve and you could cut it. Yeah. Like so it would like so it wouldn't be too long right. on the penis. So I'm just thinking like I wouldn't use that anally because what if that came off? <laughs> Yeah, you have to go fishing around for it. Yeah. I don't want to be fishing around. What did you say, Shannon? It'll be lost forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just whoop. Oh. Get sucked right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought about that. We didn't we we didn't really sell a lot of them though. Six. Would you think the most Besides vibrators, obviously, like what would be the most like surprising um, popular item that we sell? I mean, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of drugs, (laughs) that was a surprise. (laughs) That was a surprise. You mean leather cleaner? Yeah, the leather I mean, cleaner. You wouldn't, quote, you wouldn't use that to, to clean your like leather jacket. Or put that on your leather <laughs> and start disintegrating. Yeah. I don't know what like probably the stud one hundred. I remember that used to fly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was surprised at how many like large, very very large butt plugs. <laughs> We went through. I was like, wow, it's, there's an impressive number of people who are like, really. Too bad there's no video on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and so, this smart so house. So, yeah. the question would be would it, like, was it just purely for novelty or were people really like training their assholes that frequently? Well, those things are fucking expensive. Yeah, they as were. you were. Yeah. Like, I don't think you would spend that kind of money. Like we honestly probably should have sold some sort of more novelty, like shit quality, gigantic dildo. And people would have like, we would have sold like millions of those. (laughs) But yeah, like most people are not dropping a hundred dollars in a giant dildo to put on their bookshelf like I do. Yeah, but then there were always the guys, always men who came in, bought like expensive ass, expensive ass dildos and shit for a bachelor party, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a pretty fucking expensive bachelor party gag. <laughs> like, is it worth it? <laughs> and then ask like too many specific questions about like yeah. you know how to clean it. And stuff like that, just in case. I'm like, well, if this is just a gag gift, then why do you need all this? (laughs) And I I only experienced that, the large uh, butt plug thing at Discreet. Never experienced it at the Love Nest. But we didn't have have the Smurf House at the Love Nest. Uh, Or like 
we don't have super huge like butt plug things, but like discreet had a lot. Well, discreet also had a fetish room, right? So it's yeah. you know, but yeah, it, and it was young guys who would come in for those I remember, and I'm just like, man, that that's uh, that just seems dangerously mm-hmm. big to me, mm-hmm. like, like the. I mean, we're not talking about like the fucking um, oh, who's that porn star Holmes, John Holmes. We're not talking about like the John Holmes, like fucking thirteen inch cock. Which I'm just like, w- what are you gonna do with? Honestly, what what are you gonna do with that? That bit? it's not going in vaginally. So it's just yeah. like, it's, but it was long. That was the thing. Yeah. Like the the circumference of the Smurf house. Like how how large would you say that is <laughs> well, <laughs> <a measure? laughs> do you have a measuring I I tape handy i do one second oh right <laughs> and i never oh, thought I to ask this question <laughs> yeah i just always found it surprising because uh yeah I, I don't know like yeah you're like getting into like prolapsed anus at that yeah. point right I, like i feel like well, apparently that's a that's a big thing now. Apparently, what prolapsed really fat that yeah vaginas and anuses like they get like a like my one of my girlfriends who I used to work with there like is like you were the porn queen because you were like handling the porn, but she watches fucking everything, yeah. and she's like, yeah, like prolapsed young girls are getting into prolapsed porn because it it's a lot of fucking money. Like to do that, and I'm like, first of all, disgusting. <laughs> Secondly, is it worth it? Like, yeah. can, I don't like. Can you get surgery to suck that shit back up? Probably. And it's probably never the same. No, like it can't be. Why would you want to do that to yourself? Like, yeah. uh, ugh. So she's measuring. She's measuring the circumference of the widest part of this butt plug yeah. is almost 15 inches. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. 15 inches around. Yeah. Like, I think that's that's larger than like a two liter bottle. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Comparable. Yeah, comparable. it might be a very comparable size to it. Yeah. <laughs> Put that thing down. So Get that out of my face. <laughs> I think too, because it's, it's like flesh color. It yeah, like it's flesh color. color. It's so gross. You're getting aggressive. <laughs> I'm almost pasty enough that this is flesh color for me. <laughs> it's so baby, but it has like a weird, like, it's a weird tone, isn't it? Like, yeah. Well, Again. the bottom of it is so appealing. <laughs> it's like, coming oh my God. <laughs> um, but the greatest thing about having this on display in your living room is the people who've never been here before. And just gradually, after a while, keep looking at this thing. And wonder what it is. Eventually be like, is that? I think you know. I think think we both know here. Use it? Some people have asked me if I use it. Yeah. Do you tell them? It was actually more the the giant dildos. Ah, yes. Yeah, I think it's more conceivable that a person might use the giant dildos. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, again, usually not 15 inches round. Like, yeah. you know, so it was, 
those are more like <sighs> the yeah i uh yeah. i mean even the fist is like bigger than my like forearm yeah. like it's huge so it's i don't know i don't want to judge anyone but yeah ouch. <laughs> it seems like it would hurt yeah yeah. Yeah. Really. I'm sure I told you guys this story, but I, uh, a long time ago, had a group of cleaners coming into my place. And I, I have, you know, the three giant dildos on my bookshelves. And I was like, this is probably a little weird for somebody who doesn't know me. So you have dildos on your bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Are they always there right there? now. They used to always be there. I feel like my bookshelves are so over. I, I bring them out for Christmas and dress them up. <laughs> Have you not seen pictures of my Christmas dildos? I don't think so. I'll send them to you. For real. This is a thing. But anyway, so I took the giant dildos off of my bookshelves thinking I would spare these poor cleaning people this uh, embarrassment. And I put them on the floor of my closet. And I had at that point a suitcase, I think, out that was just like sitting on the floor beside my bed. And I left and they cleaned or whatever. And then... When I got back, because because in my mind, a cleaning person does not open a closet. Like, that's taboo. You don't open doors. But I guess they'd seen this, this suitcase and wanted to get it out of their way. So they opened the closet and put the suitcase in the closet. <laughs> and the only thing on the floor of my closet were these three giant dildos, <laughs> which, in fact, is actually weirder if they're hidden. Like, if they're on the bookshelf, there's no yeah. way these random strangers are going to think, like this curve has gigantic dildos but you know they're you know shamedly tucked into the closet 100 percent, there are photos of my closet circulating the internet like absolutely so, to no clarify, way not was this like that. an absolutely empty closet like there was nothing hanging nothing there was lots of stuff hanging okay. but at that point there was nothing on the floor of the closet okay. Yeah. So I think it would be a little bit more <laughs> if creepy like, if, yeah. like, if nothing was in that closet. It was, like, hanging, my sex but, dungeon closet, yeah. except it's actually just, like, a shitty apartment closet <laughs> that would be the worst sex dungeon ever. <laughs> you got to do what you have to do, you know? <laughs> sex. Have you guys ever, and, like, kick me off whenever, like, you guys have to go, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, have you guys ever um, been to the bathhouses here? No, but I've, like, no. I've known people who have gone and have told me, like, weird fucking stories about it, yeah. Really? I've always, I've always secretly wanted to go. <laughs> like, not to participate, yeah. but just, like, to see, because yeah. I think uh, they, was it Aquarius got a lot of their stuff from Discreet, like, that they had there and stuff yeah. like that? That's what I heard. Anyway, like a lot of the sex swings and stuff they would buy from Discreet. And I'm like, huh, interesting. And I only had, only known one person that has at least admitted to me that they went. And he was like a young person, like this young black dude that I used to hang out with. Yeah. And we were in our 20s. And like I was working at Discreet and he was like, yeah, like I've been to, what was, maybe it was Aquaria because I think there was that, I can't remember the one other of them one. Was burned down. Right? There was Adonis and there was Aquarius. I can't. I want to say it was Aquarius because one of them, one of them had like I think it was the one on Notre Dame. So I think that was Aquarius. Yeah. And they had like co-ed night, 
and whatever. And he's, and I was like thinking like, oh, it's like weird, creepy people who go there, whatever. And he's like, actually, it's like a lot of young people mm-hmm. go on the co-ed night. I'm like, really? Like, I didn't, maybe I missed out. Maybe no one invited me. <laughs> just, we like, should have just gone. So we should have. <laughs> well, they were going to give us a tour like shortly before I quit. Yeah. It never happened. I was so bummed. Because I was like, it would have, well, people phoned all the time and we'd refer them to the bathhouses. So yeah. yeah. It would have been helpful for us to, yeah, to know what we were talking about. Because, mm-hmm. like, I heard that one of them had like a glass room or something and you can like watch whoever was in there. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, huh. Yeah, that would be super cool. But I just like, uh, mm-hmm. but I heard like, if you go in there, you have to like, you have to be wearing like a towel. Or whatever, you can't just wear like your regular clothes and stuff like that. And I'm just thinking like, I don't know if I want to disrobe. <laughs> I don't know how clean these towels are. Yeah. <laughs> Can you bring your own towel? Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense though. Like I, you'd want people to be comfortable in there and not yeah. just have people in their jeans walking by like gawking. <laughs> it's that like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I was, that was a bit of a shock to me when I started working at Street because like, I had no idea we had bathhouses. I had no idea that we had massage parlors in Winnipeg. And yeah. like this stuff's just like in the yellow pages under adults. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know what the rule, I think the rules are kind of gray around there. Because it's just like, is it prostitution? Because uh, Technically, because it's a paid establishment. So you have to pay to go in there. And then you're having sex. I guess you're not paying. Like, you don't have to. Well, mm-hmm. technically, it's you don't have sex there. It is a bath house. It's a communal bath, right? Yeah. But, like, we fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, so it's like, it's not like you're paying that person to have sex. It's kind of like a, a shitty no. brothel. Yeah. <laughs> and prostitution isn't straight up illegal in Winnipeg either. It isn't? No, it's like the solicitation. Oh. Like advertising your services. This might also have changed since I, but like just like the pure act of like paying somebody to have sex with you isn't illegal. No, but, should it be? <laughs> no, absolutely it shouldn't be. But like you, you wouldn't be able to have a brothel advertising those services. So mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, and I don't know for sure, but I think the massage parlors, there was certain lingo you had to use in order to get your happy ending or whatever. It's sort of like how you had to know how to ask for the leather cleaner. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because it would say, it's like, oh, they'll come and be like, do you have poppers? I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I know. That. They're like, oh, I, I swear people like said you, we got them here. I'm like, yeah, I, we so have many. nothing, nothing called poppers here, sir. Yeah. But if someone comes in, starts sniffing and be like, you got, you got leather cleaner? I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> I remember the bottle too. It kind of reminded me of the, was it the five hour energy? Yeah, bottles? like the shots. Yeah. 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 That's what it looked like. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Remember those sex shots? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bright rainbow colored of like disgustingness. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <sighs> Mm-hmm. I remember, um, do you remember we used to sell quote unquote Spanish fly? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that was, like, that, that, was yes. in that glass case as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. like the little pillows. Yeah. 
I wonder what was actually in that. <laughs> no, I'm good. And I think I took I took it once just to be like, whatever. Are you and I'm like, it? I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Didn't do anything, but <laughs> yeah. And I think I was, I mean, I shouldn't say this actually, because because we're recording. But I actually put it in like someone's like drink, I think as well, just to make, make like a guy, just to see if he would like have a hard on. And like me and my friend were like watching him all night. It was at a party and be oh like, do you think he's getting a hard on? Jesus. I almost roofied someone, guys. It's almost a reverse roofie. Yeah, <laughs> making more alert. <laughs> See, certain things don't land the same in 2021. You know, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, none of this can be used. No, so, so like probably this whole thing can't be used. <laughs> so, what are people doing right now? If like bathhouses and and all like the fun stuff is closed. Zoom is getting a lot sexier, guys. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I'm, like, I still, I'm like, I people are still hooking up, like, and like having, like, meeting up with people and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess like as in like the physical building. Yeah, like a communal space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no way they could have. Brunswick I'm sure it's, it's just like moved to people's houses, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. These outbreaks of variants are actually sex parties. Totally. Like hotels are still open, right? So it's just like maybe like someone had like a hotel sort of thing or maybe it doubled as like a hotel or a rooming house or something and things were happening. And actually there was, uh, I don't, where was it? In Europe or something? But like... um Europe or the States? It's Andrew. So is it going to... I know Andrew. Hold on. I'm going to ask Andrew. <laughs> hey, where was that thing? Are you... Are you busy? Where was that thing on the news when we read in that, like, sex party got busted up during COVID time? Do you remember where that was? Do you remember hearing about it? I don't know if it was the States or, or Europe. I think there were Germans. If anyone knows it's that guy. But <laughs> um, yeah, there was some kind of during like this whole COVID thing, like a sex party of I think like over a hundred and something people, like an orgy, got like busted up. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm pretty sure it was in the States. And it was like a bunch of rich people. And I'm like, <laughs> of course. What is yeah. this, like, eyes wide shut? Do you guys remember going to the black and blue ball for the first time? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys go more than once? I only went the one time. I, I think I might once. have went twice. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, like, it wasn't very exciting. No. It was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. I think the first time, like, many people's first time was Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could just yeah. like wear your Halloween costume, right? You just can't yeah. be in jeans. Yeah. Did we did we all go together? I don't think I went with you guys. No. I went with you guys. Probably didn't actually work there yet. Oh, okay. 
with some other people. I mostly remember it just being funny because I wore my like pleather French maid outfit from Discreet. And in the context of the black and blue ball, people were coming up to us and like, oh, it's the kids from the store. You're so cute. As everybody is wearing like assless chaps and pasties <laughs> and you know, they're strung up in their harnesses. And I'm in a French maid outfit. And then I wore that same outfit to like a bar. And it was like scandalous. <laughs> so <laughs> the context of those two events was so funny. It's like that. that was the prudiest thing I could possibly have worn. Yeah. <laughs> We were the last of a dying breed. Yeah. Even though we were only there for two years. <laughs> Where did it close down? Oh, it closed down. Like in the, in the teens, I think. Yeah. 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 I want to say like. Like, like 2012 or 13 or something. I think somewhere around there. I was going to say 2015, yeah. but I think it was before then. Yeah. But it just like. It went downhill fast, though. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I didn't ever, I don't think I ever ended up going back there ever. So I wasn't really sure kind of, like, what happened there. Why did they close? I think he owed a lot of money. Like, I think uh, uh, Rupert got into, like, some financial problems. That's what I heard. And he just couldn't afford, because I think the rent was super yeah. high there. Yeah, I remember. Wasn't it, like... Six thousand dollars a month, or was it more than that? Well, it was a pretty big place because we used to bring the rent check. I, I remember it being a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that, that place is like half a block long, <laughs> and nothing's ever gone into that space. Never. Well, no one was to pay that. I heard. I heard that they were like at one time they were going to split it. Like there was going to be a school yeah. or something, and then something else. But I guess. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know who would want to pay that much for it. And like, it's not like yeah. the greatest location, right? Like, I'm <laughs> surprised nothing really happened. So I'm just like, you know, it was scary getting off work at like ten o'clock. Yeah. Uh. I sorry. I was like looking online. So it says uh, like so nine years ago is what. So 2011? No, 2010? 2012. 2012, sorry. Yeah. That's my math. math bug. Matt, listen, I'm a word person, not a math person. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, you are not. Um, yeah, there was like a thing that came up here. It says here it closed its doors and blamed harassment from panhandlers and vagrants. Yeah. No. I remember there was an article that Rupert was quoted as saying that. And I was like, really? That is not classy, like, of him to blame that. Because, yeah, that was never, like, no. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. That, that was not new. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were, like, panhandling fucking central mm-hmm. for a long time. I don't yeah. think there is ever a a year where there wasn't some kind of fucking incident. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't That's think really so. Funny. I didn't realize that it lasted that long. For some reason, I thought it closed. But, like, I guess... like I So that's, like, four years after I left. And I guess that's not that long mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. So <laughs> what's left, like, in the city? So... Just Loveness. Oh, Loveness. Um, Adam and Eve. 
Oh, we have one of those there? Oh, yeah, for years, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and that is on St. James okay. in, like, Notre Dame. And it was weird. It's, like, in a industrial area. Oh, that's weird. It's, it's strange because, like, I'm not exactly sure how it works because Adam and Eve is a brand, right? But they don't necessarily sell the Adam and Eve products, which mm-hmm. is really strange. Like, so I went in there and I'm thinking like, oh, it's just going to be all Adam and Eve products. But it was just like a bunch of different stuff. So, it, but it was the same logo. So I'm not exactly oh. sure that is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a nice store. It was a big store. We did have that one uh, in the village. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. one still around or not? No, I, I think it's been think. closed. I think there was a fire in there or something. Something happened to the store. The window was definitely smashed. Yeah. At one point. I went in there once. It was very expensive. Was, uh, yeah, I, I found that. it very expensive and it wasn't it was pretty small and it wasn't yeah, nice. tiny. Yeah. And like I wouldn't uh I wouldn't really want to open up a store around there because it's just like the foot traffic is just like you just, I mean, you have foot traffic, but it's not necessarily people who are looking to buy. It's just people who are just, it's just there. So like, they yeah. just want to go in and kind of like giggle at the stuff, right? Like, I think that you should always be kind of like a low, like a standalone store because people are there because they want to be there. Like they're looking for something, yeah. right? So, and then it's especially because you have interesting. like- huh? It's kind of interesting that Discreet actually did so well, given where oh, it was. Like, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people find that area really, really scary. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you really got to want to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they were cheaper than Love Nest. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like... And better known, I think, at the time. Yeah. Like, that was definitely the name. Winnipeg yeah. Six. We were way bigger. Four. They were way yeah. bigger than Love Nest. Six. But like, how does how do these places compete now with like so much being online? You know what I mean? Uh like is it just that like personal experience of like having somebody help you? Or I would think so. I mean, I mean, I feel like a lot of people don't want that, as you may recall. Like, it's true. I mean, it sounds so old fashioned, but like nothing can kind of take away from like you know the personal experience of like going in there. But like, especially, I mean. Yeah, you can buy online, but especially for something like that, I feel like going into a store would be more beneficial because you can look at it, you can touch it, you can like see how it works, especially if you're buying like a toy for like $400 and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Um, I guess you can always like return it like through the mail and stuff, but it's just like, and a lot of um, people also don't want their personal addresses yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, associated with these uh, places and stuff like that. So I would be like, well, if you're ordering online, you're going to have to give them your, like your address. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't know if you want to be shipping it to work. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't know. So I guess for something like that, like I would rather go into a store personally, like not necessarily mm-hmm. I want someone to help me, but um, you know, I would just want to check it out before I bought it. Yeah. So, but there is a lot more options online. But, 
Yeah, I don't know. It was just because I like to look at quality too. But there definitely is a huge market, um, I think, that's being missed in the city now for fetish gear. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. ever since discreet clothes, there has never been like, um, I would say like a mainstream fetish Mm -hmm. store. Like I'm sure there's like, people who went to the black and blue ball that made their own stuff and stuff like that. But you would have to know people. Huh? On Etsy. (laughs) Is there actually Etsy? I haven't searched it, but I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Do they have it? Yeah, probably. Get mask. Let's just go see. One second. (laughs) Are you checking? Yeah. You're fine. Etish gear. Oh, fetish wear for men, fetish wear for women. It's a whole category, guys. Is it like real fetish fetish? What would you define as real fetish fetish? Like nothing the village people would avoid. Like I would say, like, (laughs) I want to see like zippered mask gimp shit. Like, yeah. Um, There's some harnesses that I feel like qualify. There's definitely a lot of just like you know, slightly more scandalous lingerie. But um, there's some French-made costume. (laughs) It's really funny because the last thing I searched for on Etsy was a pair of like like leather moccasins for my dad for Christmas. So at the bottom of this page that's covered in (laughs) naked women, um, there's all these adorable moccasins. Um, Yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly fitted pretty tame let me just try yeah. gimp mask oh like yeah i'm gimp thinking mask in ball gags i'm thinking like here we go um share my screen I mean, does this does oh it... you disabled screen sharing <laughs> i don't know how to share this with you but yeah if you just type gimp mask into etsy.ca you won't be disappointed oh fantastic so, the more you know the more you know but like not only that, but just like fetish, like I don't know what you would call it, like um, uh, speculums. You know, I, I, I honestly yeah, I was don't, just gonna say but, that. Like, where do you get your speculums from these days? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that, the penile dilators. Here. Like, yeah, what are those yeah. those things you call where you put your head through it and your the like the stocks, like the old school stocks? They had like fetish ones. Like, I right. want to see like frigging like horseplay stuff <laughs> amazing ball spreaders that's not even that's not even fetish but it's just like, yeah. ball spreaders. remember the ball spread <laughs> oh man i still remember seeing the penile dilators at discreet and i'm like what the fuck is that? Yeah, so <laughs> and all the gynecological things i'm like yeah. never once have i saw yeah. someone buy that shit Oh, I've sold a few of those. Really? Yeah. And those are expensive. Like, oh, those are like three, three to 500 bucks. Like, well, they're you like want that. Uh, titanium or something, right? Like, they're like real shit. Like, someone stole it from a, like, a fucking gynecologist, <laughs> like yeah. a gyno office. Yeah. Why are I'm like, why are we selling this? <laughs> There's a market for that, I guess. It's small, but no, there's a market for you know. It's given me an anecdote to tell all gynecologists as they like pat me. Like, in I have probably told that story to like five separate women who were looking at my vagina because they always say no one likes this, and I'm like, actually, (laughs) actually, actually, and it's just a nice icebreaker. 
when someone's looking at your monsters. You know what? I'm totally, I am due to change out my uh, uh, IUD, I think, within the next year. So that I'm going to break that out. Yeah, You're keep Do that it. in your sleeve and just kind of bring it out with you. Yeah. yeah. Be like, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> we used to sell these. Yeah. Some people are actually enjoying your services. You know, well, someone too. has to. Six. I mean, it definitely changes you. Let's just say that. What, knowing these things? Yeah, it is like, and it's funny because I remember when we used to go for tea, uh, for high tea in that like little Asian British boutique. Yeah. And we would just be there sipping on our little teas and having our sandwiches, just talking about fucking anal shit and dildos. Like it was just like, like we were talking about the weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so normal. And like, it kind of sucks too, because it's just like, for me, I don't know about you guys, it's such a normal thing. And like, so when I bring it up in like a normal conversation, it's a dead ringer to like, stop everyone. (laughs) And them being like, what? I'm like, what, you don't know this? This is weird. I thought everyone did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know. Have you guys had a, like, do you find like it it definitely changed your worldview and just how, like, you see things now? It made me realize how uptight most people are about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And... And I guess whatever, like that, it made me realize how many different <laughs> types of people there are, and like different types <laughs> of things that get people off. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I was already so pervy before I started working there. It was just such a normal fit. Um, the funny thing about that, that it really did change me and help me grow as a person that sounds so weird um is like when I started working there, I was so shy like I the most scary thing for me on my first day there was not like the product I was selling it was the fact that I was expected to go and greet a stranger walking in the door yeah because that was a 100% unnatural thing for me to do like I was so introverted and uh like just like I, I'm this if I needed to know the time and I had to ask a stranger that would like give me such massive anxiety and like I mean probably any retail would have helped getting over that but I think there's probably something a little extra about talking to people about their genitals all day that make you realize that like strangers aren't that scary and it's probably acceptable to say hi to them or in some cases they can be more scary because of that (laughs) Yeah. yeah like it uh yeah, I can agree with that. Like, it definitely, uh, with Mel, um, never realizing how, like, I want to say vanilla. That's not, like, the yeah. what I'm trying to say. Because I'm, like, I mean, I don't think I'm that experimental, I suppose. Like, I don't think I'm that crazy kind of thing. No, um, but, but it, like, I, blows people's minds that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like with the whole when Shannon was talking about like the French maid outfit, 
right? And at the black and blue, they're like, oh, you're so cute. And then when you go yeah. to the ball, they're like, oh, shocker, I can't believe you would like, you know? So when like I talk to women and they're telling me like these crazy stories or like they couldn't believe their guys yeah. into this, I'm like, and? Yeah. <laughs> or like if I mention some something, like a fetish, a random fetish or blah, blah, blah. They're like, what? I can't believe this. I'm like, yeah, that's super common. <laughs> like, or especially like if I mentioned the um, story about the guy uh, and his wife wanting him to dress up as a woman, they're shocked. They like, they cannot fathom this. And I'm like, that should that seems be so shocking. <laughs> right? <laughs> or like what really gets it, what really gets it, especially when couples come in uh, to the love nest and stuff like that. And they're looking at harnesses and like, or you no, know, when I'm even talking about harnesses, because there's always a joke about like, you know, women pegging their husbands and stuff like that. Like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, actually, I'm like the majority of couples who come in for harnesses are for females using it on their partners. Like it's, and they're like, they're shocked. And they thought it was just like a lesbian thing or something like that. I'm like, nope. Majority of people come in are heterosexuals and it's for their wives to use on their husbands. So I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's kind of like, kind of sucks too, because it's, um, I mean, especially like, I mean, like talking to you guys, obviously we're like-minded like that, but like, trying to talk to like regular like quote-unquote regular people mm-hmm. and stuff, stuff like that you kind of come off as the weirdo <laughs> <laughs> or they must think that Andrew's getting some crazy sex <laughs> oh you're hilarious so like do you think okay so working at discreet like I noticed like there seemed to be sort of like a it leaned towards more female employees than male employees. I think that's in all sex stores, though. Yeah. Like, I wonder why that is, though. Is it just dudes? Um, are- I think they think that... Oh, my Siri went off. <laughs> that was weird. He's like, I'm listening. I'm like, hmm? I hope not. Yeah, she's listening. telling you that you're yeah. listening. You're being listening. Um, I think that there's kind of a generalization... And, it, you know, maybe it is true that people like males and females um, feel more comfortable talking to females about it mm-hmm. than males. Like, I remember yeah. being at the Love Nest and we, I'm just like, why don't you hire? Like, she was strictly, you, like, there is no male that is going to work here. And I'm like, first of all, that's sexist. Mm-hmm. It's illegal. Oh, you cannot oh, do yeah. that. Right? So, yeah. Um, but she's just like, you know, people just don't want to talk to men about this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, but if it's a guy coming in and they have like a problem that I'm like, how am I supposed to know what, like how their fucking dick works? Like, I don't have a dick. Like, you know, wouldn't you want to hear it from a guy who's actually tried these products before? Like, yeah. that's what my thinking is. But I was, um, but I you know what, maybe it's just here because when I've been to the States, there's been guys working mm-hmm. at sex stores. Yeah. So it could be just Win- Winnipeg's a small city. So maybe that's why I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. But Tom was there working there. Jeff was working yeah, there. Like, Tom was often very offended by people not wanting to talk to him. Oh. And I mean, I was kind of like, eh, people 
that sucks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I find it, especially like women who are feeling a little nervous, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But guys who are just, you know, idiots. Yeah. Also, like, I don't want to talk to another dude about my dick. Oh my Even God. though he had fun. Like, yeah. you know, it could probably help you out with that. Or maybe it's because like they know, like, what do you, they, guys can't come up to you and try to get a rise out of a fucking guy. It's better getting a rise out of a woman. Yeah, right? there's that too. You're not interested what gets the guy off. You're interested in what gets women off. So, yeah. Yeah, too bad, actually, but... It really is. Yeah. But... um, I mean, not that no one would talk to Jeff and Tom, but... Yeah. There were were definitely times when they'd call me over because the, the customer, whoever they might be, didn't want to talk to a man. Six... Mel, did you ever clean the bathroom? Okay, which one? Like the public bathroom? Because I never, I never did. I we think I've been out. in there once. Yeah, we were supposed to, and I don't. No, like I don't. I, no. Maybe, <laughs> like maybe one time, but that was probably when, like, like one of, like either maybe Lana or Rupert were like, like basically standing there, kind of expecting it to be done or whatever. But no, for the most part, like, I hardly ever went in there at all. And I used to get pissed off, too, because, like, the, the um, like, employee bathroom used to get, like, super disgusting all the time. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we were supposed to, like, have, I think people were, like, assigned to clean that, too, every once in a while. I don't remember but, that. No? Yeah. All I remember was, like, the matches. <laughs> Right? Like the matches thing. Like do, to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get rid of the shit smell. I'm like, we might just yeah. invest in like some sort of scent. Uh, like, yeah. That was actually where I learned the match trick. I didn't even know about that. I know. But right. then I just always felt like it just smelled like burning poo. Like it, <laughs> it didn't really help anything. And then like some of the, I don't know. I don't know who was like, there was one girl that I worked with for a little while. She had like long blonde hair. She was kind of like like a hippie. I don't know if you remember this girl or not. I faintly remember. Oh yeah. The worst shits of all time. You know but, what? It's all that fucking vegan food. It, it totally was. <laughs> it is. It was so disgusting. Yeah. It, like it would smell for the entire shift. The entire shift. Like it just would not go away. It was the fucking That's worst. Right. I hated that. So yeah, uh, bathroom cleaning. No, I tried to like get away with not doing it, but I, I do remember like a couple of times they were like trying to crack down on it. Uh, yeah. Six. I wonder what they did with all that product. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Does like a liquidator yeah. come and they like? What? Well, they probably had like a going out of business sale. Yeah, I guess so. Well, as, were you guys there when the flood products mm. were released to us? Yeah. yeah. Or they did something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess so. When the what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the flood. Yeah, the flood. Yeah. In the basement. Flood. Yeah. <laughs> I only went Sounds to the basement. The flood. Once. The sex store flood. The sex store flood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. I'm pretty sure I still have toys from Discreet. I do. From yeah. the flood. And guess what? They still work. 
yeah. Oh yeah. I've definitely got some. But uh yeah, I'm definitely like my giant dildos are all from the flood. I did not pay for those. <laughs> so funny. It's all from the flood. Yeah. I was so excited that I got to take home a Smurf house because of that flood. Like that made my life. That was pretty well, great. It's like a piece of history now, really, when you think yeah. about it. It really is. If there was ever a fire, God forbid, in your condo. Save that. <laughs> save, save it. Yeah. <laughs> People always ask, like, no, it's not the photo albums. It's the, it's the other. I feel like it's it could stand up, you know. That would be, be the cockroach. I don't even want to know. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up because it's almost, it's, it's getting, it's pretty much my bedtime. <laughs> well, thanks for letting me record all your secrets. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. And I'm, let us right. know when you want us to uh, chat again. Yeah. Let's yeah. Or like not even like a not like a non-recording one, just to like yeah. just to talk and catch up <laughs> yeah. about our actual lives. What's going so on now? More scandalous. Yeah, more scandalous stories. Maybe maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, ladies. <laughs> I will uh Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will uh, talk to you guys later then. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. 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 B